Vaughn. This is the Arcology Lone Star Actual Play Podcast. I'm Vox. Tonight, we bring you the conclusion of the task force and its mission. You assume the VTOL is in the barn, along with Taco, one of his goons, and the guy with the hoodie, who is your kind of prime suspect. Yep. Out, outside of the barn, standing in front of it, is one of the goons who, um, let's see, Garrett recognizes as Paco. Not to be confused with Taco. That's right. No. A man that Holmes had previously sensed and found that he was an adept. And then there's also a, high th- a Lone Star High Threat Response VTOL that is hovering about 20 meters above the barn, and there are dudes in High Threat Response armor rappelling down. There's also the burning wreckage, or bullet-riddled wreckage, of a pickup truck that had a rocket launcher on it that was firing at the Lone Star High Threat Response uh, VTOL when it was incoming. And uh, that's been dis- destroyed or disabled. So, let's go with initiative, shall we? Oh, yeah. Hooray! First up, on 26, is the Steel Lynx. Yippee! Uh, I'm assuming that's with Billy directly jumped in. You would be correct, sir. Okay, so what are you doing? I'm looking for targets of opportunity. Are there any bad guys still out? Well, there's all those guys repelling down from the veto. I do not think those are bad guys. I think those are our Lone Star buddies in HRT uniforms, correct? It depends well, on well, your uh, yes, but There was on one that was a bad guy. You know, I don't like those guys anyway. And I have a terrible <laughs> day, so I need to shoot something. So, yeah, let's, let's open up on them. Or, or not. Well, uh, there is uh, Paco, who's standing out in front of the building, uh, just outside of the, the front of the barn entrance. He does not have a weapon drawn. Paco but... or Taco? Paco. Okay. Uh, Basically a uh, big, tough-looking Hispanic dude. So move the steel links uh, in cover to address Paco and tell him to lay down any weapons face down on the ground. All right. Give me an intimidation roll. Okay. See if I've got intimidation. Okay. Four dice. And we got zero hits. All right. So you kind of stammer over the words a bit, and it comes through the intercom. It's, you're, whole, you're kind of just depending on your steel links with this big gun to do all the intimidating for you. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, then on 25, something happens. Do you, do you guys have eyes in the barn somehow? Did we send any of the uh, Kanamushis in there? Or the fly spies? Does anybody remember? I don't think we've got eyes on the barn inside the barn. Okay, well, something is happening inside the barn. I'll roll some dice here. I seem to remember you saying that a lot last time. Something happens in the barn. Moving on. Um, and I'm assuming it, I, the the drone we had on the smuggler's vehicle, is that still on the smuggler's vehicle? Uh, no, that was recalled. Uh, yeah. Once it was losing. Basically, it, it had orders to return to base once it lost signal. That was the one that was on its way with the VTOL to Denver? Yes. Gotcha. Okay, dice have been rolled. Things have happened. Next, on 24, the guys in the high threat response team rappel down, release their rappels. They're actually um, uh, just a few meters above the ground. Some of them are actually dropping directly onto the roof of the barn, and others are kind of dropping along the, the, the sides, kind of rappelling down the side of the barn. They're getting in position. Just a sec here. Um, okay, next is the roto drones. 
I'm assuming those are Billy Joe's rotor drones that are on the initiative tracker? Yes. What are they doing? Uh, you know, let's have one of, uh, damn. Have we actually spotted the bad guy VTOL yet? Uh, no, uh, apparently you assume it's in the barn. Okay. Uh, well, let's see if, uh, the two rotor drones can start moving up and, uh, make a perception check, see if they can spot any bad guys that are trying to hide or the VTOL or uh, keep an eye on Paco. Make sure he doesn't do anything aggressive. Okay, have them do a teamwork uh, perception test. Are they running clear sight? Uh, yes. Okay, yep, have one of them assist the other then. Have them do a teamwork perception test. They're kind of looking for targets to spot and mark on the, the PTAC network. Okay. You're limited by the sensor rating, but plus one because they're team working. MCT rating I've gotten to the point where like I don't think of that song from the Wonder Pets whenever people do a teamwork test, but Courtney happened to mention the Wonder Pets at dinner <laughs> tonight. And you feel like you didn't eat your celery. Now? <laughs> I'm not familiar with this song. Can you uh, can you sing a few bars for me? <laughs> no. Sure. What's gonna work? Teamwork. What's gonna work? Teamwork. That's really all there is to it. They sing it often. Uh, four hits. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, your um, your rotodrome uh, basically picks up on Paco's location and uh, all the stuff you already know about. It does pick up on what appears to be a cooling vehicle signature that is beneath some foliage about 30 meters away from the building, uh, kind of towards the back. Actually, Nina's about 15 meters away from it. She doesn't seem to have noticed it. I'll mark that on the PTAC so everybody knows there's a vehicle over there hidden in the brush and in the shrubbery. Oh. It's a pretty big vehicle. It would have taken four hits to notice it at all. Um, but that's because it's it's shut down and has been cooling for a bit and has uh, some camouflage. Okay, next are the goons, which in this case is Paco and his friend inside the building. Uh, Paco exclaims uh, something hurriedly and loudly in Spanish, which those of you can understand say, We've got company! And uh, he runs into the barn and starts closing the barn doors. There are two of those kind of old rickety sliding barn doors, so he manages to get one side of it closed. That was, that's what he does on his turn. Holmes, uh, on 22, has an aneurysm and dies. Uh, <laughs> Nina, on 19. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, I will just stay where I'm at, hold an action to, um, hold an action to shoot anybody I see opening that big barn door. Okay. You see there is, uh, looks like one of the high threat response guys is actually getting in position at that door as well. So he's about to open it, so you can shoot him a little soon. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, then Garrett, on 17. Don't forget to unmute your microphone. Did I unmute my microphone? I, can I hear you. I hear you. Okay, it's your turn. I'm trying to bring up the document here. Okay, I'm wondering, if, what do I see around me other than people are stacking up on the door? Okay, so there's the barn, right? Um, you guys are probably facing the front of the barn, most of you, except for Nina, who's gone around back. And there's two big sliding barn doors, one of which has just been shut by the guy who was outside who went in, Paco. Okay, real quick, what kind of locking mechanism do I see on this door? Or is it like the standard, hey, barn door, just put a big piece of 
wood. You know, pretty much. Yeah, it. it's an old barn. Okay, right in the center where the two doors meet, I'm gonna put a shotgun slug around in there to try to blast any quote unquote locker and whatever is there off its hinge. Okay, it's gonna take a called shot, but you're also shooting a barn door, so you know. Yeah. Go ahead and take the called shot penalty, but it, it won't dodge. <laughs> oh look, three hits. Okay, you blow a big hole in, uh, basically blow a big chunk off of the old dry and, and now heavily splintered wood where the two doors would go together and where the, there's part of something that looks like it might have been part of a latch at some point. They're definitely not going to be able to lock that door. Darn. Next up, we have Voss on 11. I'm going to be giving two commands to the orc SWAT member of Spirit of Man. I'll be commanding it to confuse Paco as one simple action, and my other simple action, I'll be commanding the burn victim to uh, influence Paco to surrender. They're overwhelmed and outgunned. Okay, so they will, I guess, uh, with their held actions right now, then they'll manifest inside the barn? They're already manifested. Oh, they are, okay. So then I guess they will take their actions then. Four successes on the confusion, one success on the influence. Okay, so the confusion takes hold considerably. The influence has no effect. And that's everything for me. Oh, other than callously disregarding Holmes's uh, sudden slumping to the ground with blood pooling out of his ears. <laughs> you cad. Wait, what's this F416 Julian? Oh, that's one of your other spirits? Yes. Four, okay. Verse 4 uh, Julian has an initiative of 16. Gotcha. So, uh, sec, I was looking something up here. Okay, so second pass, phase 20, something happens, and then it's a Steel Lynx's turn. Or I should say Billy Joe, who has jumped into the Steel Lynx. Billy Joe, uh, how close am I to Paco when he's trying to close the doors where there's no lock anymore? Um, you're, I would say, maybe 20 meters away. So I plenty of speed on the vehicle to kind of move to wherever you want on the field to, within reason. Yeah, let's move up and stick uh, the barrel in Paco's face and tell him, On the ground, now! Okay, uh, give me another intimidation roll. Do I get bonus dice for a big gun barrel in his face? Uh, not really, but he uh, he's, he's kind of used to that kind of direct in his line of work. But um, he does get penalties for being confused. Okay, ooh, three hits this time. Nice. All right, he doesn't, like, immediately drop in the ground. He kind of backs away, saying, Leave me alone, Mr. Talking Motorcycle! I've done nothing to your family! <laughs> but he's backed away from the door and uh, seems like he's kind of confused. All right, next, uh, somebody does something. And uh, next, the height response dudes are... Essentially, they're, they're all getting their positions. Some of them are placing little breaching charges here and there and readying their weapons. They're ready to go in, but they haven't done anything yet other than get ready. Then it's the Rotodrone's turn. They're searching for targets, and uh, they don't really spot anything else. Uh, one of the Rotodrones is going to go cover the cooling VTOL stuffed in the shrubbery, and the second uh, Rotodrone is going to see if it can get a look inside the barn. Okay, well, right now the only opening to the barn is the wide-open barn door toward the front. That uh, your Steel Lynx has kind of driven right up to. Is the uh, Rotodrone going to expose itself by entering no. that doorway? No, the Rotodrone is going to go fly right to that doorway and uh, just stay up above the edge of the doorway so it can drop down later and uh, do that. So it'll 
just kind of stand by and cover um, Paco in case he makes any sudden moves. I'll still have a saved uh, action. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. So let's see. On 12, second pass, uh, Paco's busy trying to talk down the talking motorcycle. I love motorcycles. I've owned three in my life. I've taken very good care of them. Please, Mr. Motorcycle, you don't want to hurt me. And uh, the the other uh, thug in there, he is going to run up to the steel links and give it a kick. Good luck with that. So give me a uh, defense test. That That's assault. I'm going to have to defend myself. <laughs> Seriously? And he says in Spanish, it's not a motorcycle, you idiot. So defense test for a steel links is uh, to dodge its pilot rating plus maneuvering. Does that sound right? Yes. Kind of your bonuses if you're hot, Tim. Okay, looking at ten dives. Got one, two, three hits. All right, give me a minute here. I'm still rerolling sixes. All right, he gets five net hits. No bueno. And that would be, let's see, boosted to strength before, so you're looking at 15p physical. Damn! So your drone has armor of 12, so it might actually be damaged by this. Uh, because it's hardened armor, you automatically soak six damage. So now you're looking at nine more damage you resist with your body plus armor. Apparently this guy's really good at kicking. Yeah. I should never have wished him good luck. Okay, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, plus the six auto hits. So 14 so that's hits. One box of physical damage on your steel links. He dented it. Oh, he's he gonna have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he's actually visible to those outside of the barn as well, because he kind of had to run up and kick the thing. It's kind of in the doorway. Let's see, that was on 12. Holmes is having issues. Nina, it's your turn. You still don't have any targets from your side, but you uh, do have this kind of thing in your AR field vision that's that's kind of pinging you to tell you that there is a parked VTOL about 15, minutes, 15 meters to your left. Yep. I will continue to... Look for a target in the barn. Holding an action to shoot him. All right, Garrett, your turn. Do I see Mr. Sock, Mr. Pele wannabe? Yeah, you see this dude kind of run, uh, run up and do this kind of low sidekick to the steel links that actually succeed, succeeded in denting it. Okay, with a, uh, a free action, I'm going to yell to him, freeze! And if he does anything but, I'm going to shoot him. Okay. Uh, Voss, it's your turn. Oh, I skipped your spirits. Uh, so your orc is going to continue with the confusion, maintaining the confusion power. And then your burn victim is going to try to influence again? Sure. Six hits that time. All right, now forget, what was the influence thing you're supposed to do? Uh, to surrender, because everyone because they're overwhelmed. All right, he says, no, no, it's... I give up. Cops I can handle, but talking motorcycles? That's too much, and we're surrounded! He, t- he, draw- he basically draws his uh, big-ass uh, revolver and throws it to the ground and uh, puts his hands up. I surrender! Call out the motorcycle! What's and then on my action, in my action, I begin chanting in nomine solus stella, cesis actio canalibus, and I'll be hitting Pele with a 4-6 uh, agony. That's just resisted by willpowers or willpower and logic? Logic and willpower. And I'm going to be using Edge to reroll failures. Five hits. Yeah, you sense something deeper within the barn, uh, uh, resisting and counting your magic, but you still managed to get some of it through, and he uh, he seems to be uh, in some pain. 
It's a box of stun and physical per success, as long as I sustain the spell. And that's uh, that's me done for the round. All right, then third pass. Let's see, uh, your steel links on six. This guy that just dented the steel links, is that Taco? No. Is it it's neither Taco nor Paco. Is it the hoodie guy? No. Okay. It's one of the Hispanic goons from the Taco El Taco del Rancho del Taco. Gotcha. Okay. In the AR feed, I will designate him Chimichanga. <laughs> well, Chimichanga's going to get hit with uh, Ultramax HMG. Right, what kind of shot are you taking? Uh, it only has full auto. Right, so you got a six or a ten round burst? Let's go six. Okay, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine hits. All right, and what's the accuracy in the weapon? Mm, accuracy. I split on two pages, so I got to go back. It's the second one over. Weapon. Uh, five. Okay, then you have one net hit. What's the damage in AP? 12P minus four AP. All right, you see, uh, looks like uh, you've drawn some blood. He's been uh, winged by some bullets, and uh, but he's still on his feet. Doesn't look like he's been seriously hurt. Oh, you do. Next up is this guy. All right, yeah, it looks like now there are a half a dozen big-ass wolves start running out of the barn and kind of form a circle around the barn door entrance and start growling at people. They definitely have an unnatural look about them, kind of a slight glow to them. Oh, son of a such-and-such. And then it's the uh, either response team to go. There's a couple in front who start shooting at the wolves. Let's see. Everybody roll um, willpower plus logic. Does spell resistance help with this? Let's see. No, I don't think it would. Two hits. Can I add the rating of my One RCC? Uh, no, your RCC has nothing to do with it. Okay, just checking. Uh, what the rest do you get? Here it is, four. I have three hits. You know, roll your willpower plus logic. She's AFK. Not anymore. She just sat down. One hit. Okay, so um, I guess I'll say now, um, Max will go ahead and roll your spell resistance in there. I don't want to give away too much here, but uh, Garrett and Tony certainly rolled well enough to uh, notice that these wolves seem to be reacting to getting shot. Some are ducking, some are dodging, some apparently have wounds. But you aren't fooled. This is this is an illusion of some kind. I can't even these, see them. These wolves aren't real. But yeah, Nina, you're not in front anyway. So yeah, you. I guess you're just seeing it through the feed, so. So three hits total for me. That would be good enough then, Maxwell, for you to notice that as well. This is a... And Maxwell, roll your arcana. Three hits. Yeah, uh, based on the fact that this is an illusion, a little bit larger spacing, it's probably a fairly high-force trid phantasm. You know, so that it, it does seem to be fooling the sensors of, the, um, of your various... Uh, well, sensors. As soon as I get a chance to take a free action, I'll mark it as such in the uh, in the tack net. Okay. Let's see. Then uh, Holmes. I should just delete it from the thing here. I'm skipping uh, rotor drones. Uh, the one is still on standby by the VTOL, and the one that's directly above goon number three, three who came out and kicked the steel links. Well, since there's a target right there, he's going to shoot him, and he's right, going to. What kind of shot? It is uh, that single shot with the Defiance EX Shocker. Okay. And I do believe we will pre-edge this. You cannot. This is your drone firing on its own oh, auto-soft. 
Okay, got it. You can only do that if you're jumped in and doing it yourself. <laughs> uh, one, two, three hits. Since it's above him, does he get a defense test? Because he might not know it's there, huh? Oh, yeah, he's, he's aware of, of its presence. Okay. And he dodges. All right, moving on to the goons, which actually go in 22 and 20, or 2 and 1 this pass. One of them is surrendering, and the other one is going to, let's see, he's going to uh, kind of run in and grab Paco and kind of drag him back. So neither of them are within sight of the doorway. Uh, swearing at Paco in the process. And that is it for third pass. Everybody roll initiative. Can I take my action this round? Oh, sure. Did I skip you on the first pass? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, sorry. You should say something when I do that. Can I, uh, I just want to fire a Neurosun grenade into the barn. All right, give me a heavy weapons roll. I have two hits. Okay, so that's going to scatter to the left. You've got two hits. Yes, two hits. So that's seven meters to the left. So it basically is going to hit the wall of the barn and bounce back a bit. Uh, that's not what I want, so I'm going to post edge and see if I get better. Technically, you have to declare edge before you find out success, but you know, since it's obvious that three hits um, is needed for success anyway, it's, it's not really a hidden threshold. I'll let you get away with it this time. Oh, that's fine. I got more grenades. That's a good... Uh... That's a good reaction to any any bad thing that crosses your path. That's okay. I got more grenades. <laughs> so you're not edging, or you are? No, that's fine. We can go another round. Okay. Yeah, so the Neurostun grenade kind of detonates uh, near the barn, kind of to one side. There are a couple of Hyther response guys within range of it, but as you know, they have chem seal armor, so they're fine. That's the whole point. All right, uh, everybody roll initiative. I did. I have the same initiative. Same, I already rolled mine. I went up by one. Ooh. Should we just go ahead and uh, start a new uh, track at the bottom there so we don't want to confuse the one up top? Yeah, just go ahead and erase the... Re replace your numbers from there. Okay, so on 29, the Hyther response guys go. Um, I'll say, uh, Voss, you were able to get off your warning that the uh, about the Trid Phantasm. It was just a free action. Um, so they ignore the dogs, and... Basically, they've numbered them around the barn and placed different breaching charges that uh, they kind of step back and the charges go off with a flash and a bang and splintering wood. Basically, man-sized chunks are blown off of the barn and the, the roof and the back and the sides. So they essentially have the area covered from all the way around and they all enter the building and start uh, looking for targets and they start shooting with their Ares Alpha Assault Rifles. And you guys are hearing a three-round burst from within. So in other words, we hear more stuff. Uh, should we say something like, hey, we need to be able to question these guys. Don't kill them all. Right, yeah, they, they uh, basically do a bunch of shooting, and you guys hear some yowling as if uh, large, large predator cats like jaguars or something are getting shot. And then the steel links. Which, uh, you can actually view this, I suppose. You see, essentially, these guys come in, and these large, they look like jaguars, are kind of stepping up to face them, and they, they, they kind of pair off, and each, each couple guys put bur puts burst into each one, and they, the cats are shot up and uh, disappear. Is uh, goon number three still there? They got to kick the uh, uh, still inks. He's kind of run back and is kind of dragging his friend away from that. It looks like the Hyther response dudes are aware of his presence, but aren't actually training 
guns on him immediately, since he doesn't seem to be in immediate threat. Uh, is there I'll probably shoot him next. <laughs> Can I uh, move up with the steel links and take cover and hold my action just in case it's needed later? Uh, sure. Okay, so I'll use the move action and that's it. Okay, then your rotodrones? Uh, the one is staying by the VTOL and the shrubbery, and the other one uh, is going to move inside the barn but come back up high in the, in the rafters. Uh, make sure it doesn't see any bad guys sitting up in the rafters. Okay, then um, Nina. So the uh, guys went in? Yep. Through the back door? Well, through a hole in what was once the back door. He didn't bother opening the door. He just blew a hole in it with a breaching charge. So can I make anything out? Give me a perception test. Um, we'll call it minus six, but you can add three back in if you got anything like low light or thermo to compensate. Uh, four hits. Okay, so you've got a very narrow view into there, but you think you catch a glimpse of movement uh, that seems to be um, moving along on the edge of where you can see. Not enough to make out a form or a figure, but somebody's moving just kind of to the right of the guy who just went in. Okay. You, it might be enough where you could attempt to take a shot with a blind shot. But it could be one of our high-threat response team's buddies that came in on the other side of the barn. Possibly. I'm not going to take a shot. Okay. And Garrett? Well, what the heck, let's make this a two-pronged assault. With uh, my free hand, I'm going to uh, yank open one of the doors and then I'm going to step back and take cover beside it. You do know, basically, these are two big sliding barn doors, and one of them is already wide open. Oh, well, I did not know that then. Okay, scratch that then. I'm going to move inside, except I'm going to slice the pie. All right, give me a small unit tactics roll for that then. Stand by. Ooh, they like me. Uh, four on the small unit tactics. All right, so that gives you a defensive bonus of four. Awesome. Yep, and as you enter the room, uh, give me a perception test. It's kind of dark and smoky in here, so we'll call it minus three. But if you get low light or anything to compensate, then you can bump it up to only minus one. Yeah, I got enough stuff in my goggles to, uh, between the uh, low light thermal and ultrasound, I think I can cover it. But stand by for perception. Three on the perception. Okay, so again, looking around in here, you see there's the guy who's dragging Paco away. Who's tried to and Paco's trying to surrender? There's the half a dozen guys who have entered in through here. You don't have line of sight to all of them. There's all kinds of various farm debris in here, old, rusted out or rotted away farming tools. What's left of a big shredder thing that you know, a thresher, I should say. Uh, there are uh, old rotting hay bales that are moldy, uh, but you know, provide cover and breaks to line of sight here and there. There's also a loft area where there's even more hay bales and such up there and you can see there's it looks very treacherous like there are already just you know chunks of wood missing from the floor up there and there's a ladder that's missing a few rungs and looks like it would not hold much weight and okay. uh, what you do notice most though after you know just kind of taking this in in a flash is that there is a really really big like like elephant sized almost uh Cheshire cat-looking thing with huge, long, pointy teeth kind of hovering above and looking down at the Aether um, Response guys. Oh, lovely. Okay. Over the link and with a free action, uh, where would it be, in re if I were to say something o'clock, where would it be in relation to the Aether Response guys? 
it, it's kind of in the middle of the barn and above it. They haven't noticed it because they haven't bothered to kind of pause and look up. All right, I'm just going to scream out, threat 12 o'clock high, and I'm going to put a long burst into it. That's your on full auto, right? That would be it. Okay, take your shot. Four hits. All right, you have two net hits, so you get a good shot on it. What's your damage with AP? Damage is going to be 11P minus 6 AP. Hey, man, the bullets are just bouncing right off this thing. Yeah, I had a feeling, but at least, you know, they know about the uh, threat in the room. All right, then, okay, uh, let's see here. Nina, I'm going to use your four dice before from that. You actually notice that there is a, a, a difficult-to-discern form, like uh, there's some sort of ruthenium polymer or chameleon suit or something slipping out of the back breaching hole and uh, moving away from the barn rather stealthily, but not stealthily enough for you. Cool. Bear with me just a second here. I never said that I was holding a shot. Well, you did a simple action observant detail before, so we'll save a simple action left if you want to do a called shot or something. That would be great. Give me a second here. All right, yes, Courtney is missing some papers, so um, they're called shot stuff. What, what, what is it you want to do? I'll find it. Just... Well, I've got run and gun up here. Does anybody know the page all the called shot locations are? 112. Thank you. I had a really nice chart. Oh, I found it. All right. Um, aim shot for the hip. Okay. Seven hits. All right. So you get three net hits. That means you can call up to three of the effects into play, provided it takes any damage. What's the damage in AP? Uh, let's see. Well, the max damage he's taken is three. Yeah, what's the actual base weapon damage, though? Base weapon damage, 14p, AP minus 10. So yeah, he takes three damage. <laughs> he would have taken a lot more if you were actually trying to kill him with that shot, but you place your bullet masterfully in his hip. There's only two he... effects. He's uh, knocked down. He needs to make a strength plus agility uh, 17. Well, it says DV plus three, but the max DV he can take for pain is three. So I don't yeah. know if that's... But the actual damage value of the weapon. The max damage is just the end re the maximum okay. result. It's like a limit. So yeah, he's makes strength plus agility of seventeen. Or fall prone. Yeah, he is knocked down. And he is slowed. His walk and run rates are halved, and no sprint tests are allowed. Okay. Yeah, you've definitely managed to hit him and slow him down. Alrighty. And uh Tony on twelve. I uh hit that uh vehicle the hidden smuggler vehicle that's on our uh, PTAC. I'm going to hit it with a radioactive paint grenade, tracker grenade. Okay, give me a, a heavy weapons roll. I got two hits, and I'm going to do edge to make sure I get my threshold of three, or if it works. Yep, that gives me another hit, so I have three hits. Yep, you nail that thing and paint it, paint it up with radioactive tracer paint. All right, next is Voss on 11. Your spirits have just kind of been standing by, maintaining their, sustaining their, their powers. Okay, I'm going to use a free action to uh, provide spell resistance to everybody that I can see in the general area. I can do up to six people, I believe. So five people plus myself. And uh, preferably folks on our team uh, and... I'll provide it to any uh, HTR folks I might be able to spot as well, uh, above and beyond that. Then I'm going to switch to Astral Perception and move towards where 
Somebody marked the VTOL on AR. I'm worried about uh, the mage inside switching to invisibility and sneaking off. Okay. I think that's everything I'm going to be doing. Yeah, then we're on to third pass. The high threat response guys are just kind of moving up and taking cover and spraying lots of bullets at that big cat thing. They're all doing six round bursts. Aimed six round bursts? No, they took cover. Ah. So we're rolling lots of dice here. Okay, so this thing is kind of definitely moving about here and there, even making parts of it sort of seem to disappear and allow, to allow bullets to fire through. But it's probably hit by a good, you know, somewhere between 15 to 30 rounds altogether. And none of the bullets seem to have any effect on it whatsoever. Next up is the Steel Links. Paco and Taco, where are they at? They're uh, kind of back near a... Um, they're actually kind of moving to kind of take cover behind some, uh, some um, uh, hay bales and such. Looks like Paco's still kind of waving his arms up, holding them up in the air. I surrender! I surrender! And his friend's kind of trying to drag him to, uh, to safety. Uh, I want to shoot the guy that kicked the, the drone again. Okay, that's going to be tricky if you want to avoid hitting Paco, who's trying to surrender. <laughs> Let's see, am I willing to take that chance? Yes, yes, I think I am. <laughs> so you're not going to take the penalty, or you are? Uh, well, what's the penalty? Minus three. Oh yeah, I'll take that. Okay. What kind of shot are you taking? Six round burst. So 15 dice, three round, maybe 12. Uh, one, two, three, four, five hits. Alright, well I rolled seven dice in my defense test. One of them came up with a, fo- a four and the rest were fives. Nice. So, yeah, he manages to kind of throw himself. He kind of lets go of Paco and throws himself down. Paco just kind of drops to his knees and keeps holding his hands up. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! We give up! Alright, and then next up, the big old cat thing goes. Who is it going to shoot? Or not shoot, uh, go after. Let's say, uh, well, Garrett, go ahead and roll your edge. You were the first one to shoot at it, but there are lots of other people shooting at it now, too. Okay, so glad I sliced the pie. Two hits. Alright, good enough. It kind of turned towards you, but as a whole bunch of other people are shooting at it, it turns more toward them, and uh, goes after one of the high threat response guys. Wow, well, sucks to be him. Dude, that guy like only like twenty million. Damn it! Yeah, it just kind of like glares at him and, and growls, and he uh, you can almost hear his scream through his chem sealed armor as he's struck with a fit of utter terror, and he'll start bolting away from the combat. Eek. And then the goons go. Let's see, Paco's surrendering. The other guys, he's actually gonna punch Paco, and Paco goes unconscious. Okay, then um. Where are we? Oh yeah, the goons uh, went. The rotodrones are kind of hanging out. Uh, let's have the rotodrone try and shoot uh, goon number three, the drone kicker. That's gonna fly into the uh, into the barn then. It was already in the barn. I said okay. it went in uh, last time. Gotcha. It kind of hovered up high. Okay. Uh, shooting with the taser or other shot? Uh, so it's got as a taser. So we got one, two, three, four, five hits. Okay, he dodges three of those. What's the damage? I think it's... Uh, With two net hits. Okay, two net hits. So it's 11 stun, minus 5 AP, electrical. Alright, it hits him, and hits his armor, and it looks like the armor is non-conductive. It doesn't look like he's twitching at all. Alright, the next up is Nina. Alright, um, so I've been watching that space. I guess I'll take another simple action to observe in detail. Has my, uh, Ruthenium polymer person stood up. 
Oh, he's actually outside the barn, just outside there. That's where you shot him. He'd slipped out of the hole, and uh, yeah. he hasn't st- he hasn't stood up yet, though. Though no. Well, I'm gonna stay where I'm at, because uh, as I understood it, I would basically uh, stealth my way into a nice hidey hole spot amongst tall grass or something. Yep. So I'm not moving. I'm gonna uh, continue to observe in detail that very spot where he fell, or the grass around it to see if he's crawling or something like that, just to try to suss out where the dude's at without okay. revealing my own position. Sure. Uh, next, uh, Garrett, you're up. Is Big Bad Kitty, uh, you know, using the uh, HRT guys as a scratching post yet? Uh, no, it just glared at one of them. It gave him a really mean look. Okay, and uh, Taco and Paco, uh, the uh, no, Paco, Paco has been uh, knocked out by his friend. Okay. And then a rotodrone shot him, but didn't seem to do anything. Other than probably burn through some of his edge. <laughs> decisions, decisions, decisions. Don't hit. Uh, what the hell? I'm going to go ahead and uh, put another long burst into Kitty Cat. It's pro- I'm probably going to regret this, but yeah. So uh, just aim six round burst? Yep. It'll make you feel better, so that's good. <laughs> hey. Probably not. Oh, hey, uh, you can roll initiative if you want. It'll probably help. Sure. Give me a couple minutes. I guess you didn't die of an aneurysm after all. Yay! <laughs> and that'll be a grand total of four to hit. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to bother even making a defense roll. Even if you get all hits on that, that's not going to scratch it. Yay. Oh, wait, what's your AP? AP is negative six. Mm, I might have a chance, actually, here. So I should probably roll his defense. <laughs> He's already made seven defense tests this round so far. So, yeah, dodged all but one of your hits. So, yep, no damage. The bullets hit, but don't seem to do anything. Okay. Next up is... Guy... Uh, so, uh, Nina, you're carefully watching that position. You see a flicker of movement there. It's not like the person's standing up. It looks like he's, like, moving around on the ground. Okay. And suddenly there's a burst of uh, thick IR-blocking smoke. What's penalty for a blind shot? I think it's and minus six. Am I even capable of taking a blind shot? Um, yeah, I think so. Oh, wait, strive for perfection, right? Yeah, can't. I don't think so. You can't take a shot if it's not a called shot, and you can't do a called shot on a blind shot. So I'm going to say no. Okay. You just can't break over that psychological block that you need to in order to just take the shot anyway. It's fine. There's only, you know, three angles at which this person can emerge from that smoke. So I will continue to, you know, bore holes into it and look for that telltale ruthenium polymer shimmer either... Between me and the smoke, or on either side of it? Alright, uh, Holmes? You yes. up and running? Yep. Okay, so you're kind of back with the, uh, what, ice cream truck? Yeah. That's, uh, been, been watching this going on. Uh, you guys had called in a high-threat response team to deal with these, uh, the smuggler and, uh, the smuggling gang. And the high-threat response team showed up. They, like, repelled off of a VTOL and went in. The VTOL was under fire from a rocket launcher from a truck. You guys smoked that. And it looks like Garrett and the Steel Links have gone into the barn. Nina's in the back shooting at something. Uh, there, There is a VTOL that's in the back, only about 15 meters away from Nina's position that's well concealed, but not too well concealed. It looks like Maxwell Voss is moving toward that. What are you doing? If I remember last time, I wasn't finding any uh, matrix signals, so I think this time, uh, do I have any targets that I can see? Like uh, enemy targets? Like yeah. physical targets or matrix stuff? Uh, physical targets. Um, there's definitely some sort of a fracas going on in the barn. 
you know that there is a giant beastly Cheshire cat style elephant sized spirit that's up above in the barn, but you can't actually get a, a bead on it. Okay. So you, you don't have any targets. Gotcha. All right. I guess I will uh, exit and move up towards the barn and move as far as I can and then find full cover if I can. Okay. Uh, we'll say you've been kind of moving up the last combat turn and such. So you're up to the barn, kind of standing up near it, like along the wall near an opening. There's gotcha. a barn door that's like one side of it's been open, and then there's there's a, a few other sort of holes that have been blown in the wall of the barn by breaching charges. Uh, That's where the Hydra response dudes went in. Okay, yeah, I'll uh, follow in after those guys then. Okay, yeah, so you go on and you see this big old Cheshire Cat Spirit thing in there. And there is, uh, you see the two Hispanic dudes who've, um, you've seen acting just kind of as uh, thugs at the uh, El Rancho Del Taco. One of them is laying unconscious on the ground, the other one's right near him, he's just been hit by a taser dart, but he's still up and doesn't seem to be any worse for wear. Okay, I'm gonna fling an Arca Jet dart at him. Alright, uh, make your attack. Uh, do we a called shot then? Uh, no, I just need to hit him. Well, he's got armor. Oh yeah, then it's a called shot, so is that negative two or four? Negative four, and then you need to get three net hits to hit him. Good gotcha. enough to sink the dart in. Alright, so this would be a four six. And I'm going to use a point of edge to reroll some failures. I got six hits total. Okay, you strike him, but it happens to just hit the collar of his armor jacket rather than his neck. Curses. Next is Tony. So uh, there's a bunch of smoke that's gone off between the barn and the, the smuggler's vehicle? Um, well, pretty much right in the back of the barn, which is, yeah, more or less between there. It's not obscuring the vehicle by any means. It's it's well away from that. Right, but there's an indication action is occurring there. Yes. You probably noticed Nina taking a shot as well. All right. I'm going to do suppressive fire into that area. Uh, the area I'm particularly interested in is this, the area between that door and the vehicle, because I'm assuming someone is trying to es escape. Okay. Um, that's a pretty wide area. The vehicle's about 20 meters away from the barn. But you can kind of pick a spot, uh, pick pick a section in, along the path there, and if anybody's going to go through that, they're going to have to go through your your uh, your fire. I'm uh, pre-edging the suppressive fire roll for the hits, and I have 12 hits. So there's a 10-meter stretch in that 20 meters that if they cross it, they have to go through that fire. Okay. Then, let's see, Voss, it's your turn. I'm going to spend a simple action to observe in detail on the the area around the the VTOL. I've got uh, astral sight, so hopefully I'll be able to pick up anybody if they're invisible. Okay. Um, give me a perception test. Three hits. All right. It doesn't look like there's anything astrally active around the vehicle right now. Okay. And uh, then there's been a disturbingly large amount of gunfire going on inside of that barn, so I'm going to order the SWAT orc to go in and assist his uh, HTR buddies in there. Okay. So he'll go ahead and take an action. He'll go in and... Let's see here. What is he going to do? I'll let you pick. Double-checking what his uh, extra abilities are. He's got healing and movement as uh, optional powers. But influence is always helpful for spirits of man. 
So if there lo looks like there's anybody doing a particularly nasty job of uh, defending... Well, actually, there's that big bad spirit there, isn't there? Yeah, and everybody seems to be pretty heavily focused on that. Uh, what the heck? Let's, uh, let's see if we can influence it. Get it to surrender just like the, uh, the other folks have been trying to do. And hey, can I use uh, edge for my spirit in this case? Yes, but you have to spend your own edge. Yep. Then I am going to use edge on its influence roll to get the spirit to surrender. And it's six hits total. Alright, yeah, that big old spirit just seems to pretty much completely ignore your spirit of man. Ah, well, it's worth a try. Doesn't even deign to retort. Alright, then next pass on uh, 19. The high threat response guys goes. One of them drops his weapon and just unabashedly flees the barn, flailing his arms as fast as he can, kind of tripping and stumbling as he goes, just running away in abject terror. The other five continue raining fire down on this thing. And I'm just going to speed this up and say that they do a bunch of shooting, uh, but none of them actually manage to hurt the spirit. But they will set up other people's future attacks pretty well by burning through even more of its defense pool. So, then he's going, and the goons are going. Okay, this other guy basically, like, kind of picks up Paco and throws him over his shoulder. Um, that's essentially a complex action, and starts uh, running out the... Let's see. You skipped the Steel Links. Oh, I did. Sorry, Steel Links, go. Uh, so Steel Links big is spirit. going to... Sorry, you cut out there. Hello? We can hear are you still there? Okay. You started talking and suddenly stopped, so... My finger slipped off the button. <laughs> gotcha. So, Chester Cat, uh, a simple action to take aim, and then a 10-round burst. You'd have to do it, that without aiming. Okay, then I will do that without aiming. Because that's a complex action. Okay. A 10-round burst. All right. At, um, uh, Chester are, Cat. Are you fully calm for that? I am. Well, the still links is. I'm not. Right, and you did six round burst last round, right? I did. So you got sixteen total points of recoil built up for the shot. Can he? Uh... How about how about I'll take aim to reset the recoil, then I'll do a six round burst. Okay, you can do that. Okay, and I pre-edge it. I have See, ten hits. You have nine net hits. What's the damage in AP? The damage is twenty p. Now, the gun has minus four, and APDS has minus four. So does that stack. combine? They stack? Yep. So it's 20P minus 8 AP. All right. Your bullets smack into it, and you actually managed to get tight enough grouping that you think you actually hurt it some. Damn. And then I guess it goes. It's going to interpret its orders to attack the cops to in include that annoying hunk of technology that actually hurt it. So make a defense test with your drone. It's actually going to pounce on your steel links. If only some of our weapons had laser targeting instead of smart, we could distract it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know that was out of character, but that's worth uh, refreshing edge. Uh, now, can I edge this as well? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to use enough point of edge and pre-edge this. Okay, we got one, two, three, four, five, with one, six. So, five hits. Okay. That means it only has six net hits. Good lord. Yeah, high force spirits are nasty. So, um, go ahead and resist damage and add six hits to whatever you roll. Because you're hardened armor. Sorry, got distracted by the family thing. 
so I'm doing yeah. uh, your drones body plus armor, and then you get six auto hits because of your hardened armor. So whatever you roll for hits, add six to that. Okay. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, 13 hits. Okay, your stealings takes five more boxes of damage as this thing pounces on it and rips panels and chunks off. Damn. Go ahead and uh, roll your willpower plus firewall. Are you running the biofeedback filter program? Uh, let me look. I'm running armor, encryption, and signal scrap. Okay, so yeah, just willpower plus firewall then. Okay, willpower plus firewall. Uh, one, two, three hits. Okay, yeah, that that hurts. You feel chunks of yourself being pulled off and torn away, and uh, you you definitely feel that damage in a more visceral sense than anybody who'd be just be looking at a damage um, uh, damage report on a uh, an AR display. But you don't actually take any physical damage as a result of biofeedback. It just really hurts. Okay. All right, the goons go then, and yep, the guy who's um, who knocked out Paco uh, picks him up and throws him over his shoulder. It's a complex action. I should have make a lifting test, I suppose. Yeah, no problem. And he goes running. He's actually though running out the the front barn door. Hi. And he he uh, kind of runs past you out, out the front barn door. Um, enough, uh, you know, he's he's not like running right immediately past you. Let's see, what what are you wearing? Your character, I mean. I'm not really interested in, you know, otherwise. Well, he's probably, it looks like uh, one of those SWAT guys without quite as much stuff. I got the ballistic mask, the glasses, you know, but my vest probably looks, unless it's Lone Star on the front, and I'm packing a freaking assault rifle. Okay, yes, he does not recognize you as Big D. Yeah, there's a reason I cover up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of goes running running past you, and he's, um, he moves pretty fast. Um, he gets about 20 meters away. He moves out um, kind of towards the truck that's been exploded and then uh, changes his trajectory a bit to go away from that. And he's actually not going towards the, the VTOL that's parked. He actually looks like he's running towards the uh, towards the tree cover that's a ways away. He's got a ways to go, and he's pretty much in the open. Does Nina happen to have sight on him, or will she? Um, yeah, yeah, she could potentially have a sight on him as he moves away from the barn. The, um, I'm not sure she's really observing. She's paying really close attention to a particular area of ground right now. Okay. Uh, rotor drones. Uh, I can uh, use the one. I guess the one inside can try and shoot the cat. Okay. It shoots at the cat, and it actually hits the cat and does nothing. The taser yeah, has zero effect. Is there any... Uh, the one out by the VTOL, does it uh, see any target yet? Can I see the guys running away? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, we'll shoot at them then. Okay. Well, I'll say they're medium range. It's not going to be within five meters when you take the shot, but, you know, not outside of medium range. So minus one there, and he's running pretty fast. So it's another minus two. Uh, medium range for the other, uh, that other rotor drone has an Ultramax HMG2 on it. Oh, never mind. Range short range. Two, okay. What kind of shot is it taking? Uh, ten round. All right. Uh, figure a recoil into that. Uh, he hasn't shot yet. He's been sitting he's out a... side. So he doesn't have any recoil built up. Right, but he's a rotor drone, so a 10-round burst is going to be not fully compensated, I'm sure. Okay. I'm not sure what that means right now. Uh, what do you have for... Uh, do you have any gas vent on the machine gun? I don't know. Let me look. 
And the Rotodrone's body is four, so that provides four points of recoil comp. Uh, there's nothing written down, so we'll have to say we'll go with a no. Yeah, so if you do a ten-round burst, it'll knock basically five dice off your roll, in addition to the minus three you're already suffering. Or minus two, rather. Let's go with a six-round burst, then, and we'll take an okay. aim action. That would be only one point of recoil penalty, so you have plus one die, but minus three. So net result of minus two. And he does not have enough dice pool to dodge. Unless he uses edge, and that sounds like a good idea at this point. So, since I'm not jumped into this drone, it uses its targeting? Targeting plus its pilot rating. And does the piloting software have anything to uh, boost with? There's the pilot rating plus the rating of the targeting autosoft. Okay. So, this drone has a pilot of three, is it? I think it's three, yeah. So it's three plus whatever its targeting soft is, minus two dice. Okay. And I'm minus two because he's running so fast? Minus two because he's running, another minus one for recoil, and then you cancel out one of those by aiming. Gotcha. So we got one, two, three hits. All right, you have two net hits. What's so damage and AP? 13, 13p minus eight AP. Okay, yeah, you're you're winging him with bullets here and there, and he's running, but he just keeps on going. It looks like he's pretty severely hurt. On top of that, he's an agony spell on him, so he's got to be close to dropping, but he's still up. This guy's tough. He is also out of edge. It's a lot of fun giving my NPCs lots of edge. All right, so next up is Nina. You haven't seen the Ruthenium Polymer Chameleon Suit guy uh, come out of the smoke yet. You are aware that someone is running outside of the building that you might be able to target if you look that way. I'm not going to observe in detail, but I will spare a glance to see if I recognize who it might be. And um, whether they're coming straight for me. No, they're kind of moving away from you and the VTOL. And based on what you picked up on the TACnet before, these are two of the uh, kind of bodyguard thugs that came here with Taco. One of them is unconscious and thrown over the shoulder of the other one who's running away. Uh, Alright, fine. Uh, shoot shoot him in the knee. Okay. Take your shot. Uh, minus two because of his movement. Uh, with a sniper rifle, I'm pretty sure you're going to be within short range. Six hits. All right. Yeah, if his luck has run out. Uh, you have four net hits, so you can choose up to four of the effects of a knee shot. Provided he actually takes damage, which he most likely will. 18p, AP minus 10. It doesn't stage up with net hits. It's just the four. base damage. 14p. Max will take his one. Well, he definitely takes his one. And it also renders him unconscious. Oh, well, okay then. He was one away f physical from dropping, counting the agony spell. So he's not actually dying, he just thinks he is. Alrighty. Alright, uh, Garrett, it's your Might turn. Wanna, I want to pick those effects anyway, just in case I have to drop the spell for some reason. Um, yeah, good point. How many do I get? Uh, up to four. Yeah, I got all three, so. Okay. Well, just uh, we'll call those up if it's necessary. Got it. All right, so Garrett, you're actually really close to this big Cheshire Cat now. It has jumped down and is currently tearing parts off of the steel links. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Four burst. Actually, oh, I'm going. <laughs> actually, I'm going to take a second uh, sublation to take aim, and then I'm going to let loose with another six round burst. All right, it has made like something like fifteen or more defense tests this round, so there's no defense pool. Let's see if you can roll high enough to get past its immunity to normal weapons. Well, I got four net hits. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Oh, wait a minute. Can I use a lifeline? Oh, wait a minute. What's that? Never mind. 
Okay, final answer for net hits. Uh, you said he had no defense, so I'm just going to go ahead and give it full damage. It's going to be uh, 13p, negative uh, 6 AP. Oh, not good enough. The bullets just bounce off. Grr. Okay, Nina, give me a perception test. Gladly. Uh, with minus uh, 3 to your test. I'm oh, sorry, minus 2. Any difference for low light like last time? Uh, nope. Two hits. Okay. Um, next is Holmes. Dude that got tased is still up, right? Uh, he ran out of the barn carrying his friend on his back. I am definitely not spry enough to catch him. Yeah, the only obvious threat in here right now is the really giant, uh, cat spirit thing. It's currently, so, uh, tearing apart the ceilings like it's a big old cat toy. Tell me a story about spirits and Darko Jet. Does it do anything? I'm gonna say no. I didn't think so. Stun damage can knock out spirits, but I'm pretty sure, like, a drug would not. It doesn't have, like, a living physiology. Well, what else do I have in my bag of tricks? I could try and influence it. So let's try and do that. We'll do that at 4-6. Hey, I got six hits. All right, yeah, it, it easily resists your spell. You get the sense that you're dealing with something that's probably much higher than 4-6. I'll go back to find full cover now. And Tony, it's your turn. I'm gonna do this last round of sips of fire again. You carry on your suppressive fire, and um, it's uh, nine hits. Okay, I thought it was twelve, wasn't it? That was the the first twenty bullets was twelve, and this is the next twenty bullets. Oh no! As long as you don't take any other action, your suppressive fire counts for the whole combat turn. You don't have to roll again, and it doesn't use up more bullets. Oh, then I'll stick with the twelve because that's better if he moves through. Yeah. All right, next up is Voss. I'm going to be uh, continuing to look with uh, with another simple action. And if I don't spot anything, I'll be ordering a spirit into the barn. Okay, give me another perception test. Three hits. Okay, he's not astrally active, but you do see a form that's not otherwise showing up in your tack net that is kind of limping towards the VTOL. It's kind of, um, kind of paused. You can't tell if it's paused or just moving slowly. Uh, kind of at the edge of the suppressive fire. And you don't think you would have seen him without um, Astral Sight. Actually, I don't know how you'd tell that. Never mind. So you definitely see him. The the others, the other people don't appear not to be reacting to him. Hello? Oh, sorry. Wrong button. I am going to order the 4-6 uh, Spirit of Man burn victim to keep that thing from getting into the VTOL at all costs. Okay, so the burn victim comes um, flying out of the barn through one of the uh, breaching charge holes. And what is it doing? Actually, uh, it never went into the barn. The orc's the only one that's gone into the barn. Okay, so it's kind of manifested outside the barn then. Yeah, up above it. And its uh, optional powers are fear and napalm, the spell. All right, so what's it doing? Napalm. Is there a nice big six-meter circle uh, uh, around that thing? Uh, yeah. What the heck? Let's uh, let's bring down the pain. All right. So your spirit cast napalm, summoning up all the rage of its own death and fire. Four, six, five hits. Okay, so that uses three hits to center it on the location and two extra to stage up the damage. So AP with minus six AP and a variety of secondary effects. All right. Yeah, you, it's. Definitely hurt the guy. And he's a bit more obvious now that he's kind of flaming his napalm stuck to him. 
Yeah, he's going to be taking fire damage at the end of the turn. Uh, let's see. I believe the water effect knocks him down. Yeah, there's a force. Div- there's a three meter radius slippery area around him, minus two dice, including defense tests. There's a chance that any devices he's on him, if they're not waterproof, are broken. Okay. Is there and, the knockdown uh, thing? And, uh, I don't think other than, you know, if it went above his physical limit to knock him down. Okay, yeah, if he's not knocked down, then he's just sort of bathed in napalm. Yeah, and it's and it's slippery, so it's hard for him to take actions. Uh, yeah. And he may be on fire with the, the usual fire effect. Yeah, yeah, he's on fire, and it's odd. You'd expect someone in his position to scream, flail around, stop, drop, and roll or something, but he's just otherwise not uh, reacting. All right. Well, that probably does a, at least a decent job as marking him as uh, as dropping out of astral view and uh, and using the tech net, at least for now. All right. Uh, so yeah, we'll say Nina and Tony. Give me um, perception tests. I have one hit. Two. Okay. Um, yeah, I suppose the, the rotodron can make one too. And anybody gets at least one hit and now notices the dude who's been the center of an napalm bomb. Two hits. Yep, the rotodron definitely notices as well. Uh, wow. And there's a really creepy spirit that's flinging napalm at him. Let's see here. It's a good thing Kai isn't on your team. He'd probably pop that thing. <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see where are we. Oh, that was end of second pass, right? Yep. So third pass, the high threat response yep. team goes. They are firing on the spirit once more, and their bullets just bounce right off. Why don't these guys have APDS? Just for the record, I've got APDS. It doesn't seem to be doing me that much good either. <laughs> All right, then the steel links may go. It is being currently chewed on and ripped up by a big cat. Uh. So can the steel links fire at the cat? Oh yeah, it's it's definitely a uh, big obvious target. Well, let's try that. I believe again. there's a penalty to try to get a beat on it with being in melee. Can I try and flip him off of me and then shoot him? Well, you you can essentially back away and then take a shot without that penalty, but then the kitty will probably get a free attack on you. Uh. So if I try to disengage, he'll get a free attack, like an attack of opportunity? Yeah, provided it has the initiative to spare. Here we go. It'd be minus three to shoot while you're in melee combat. I think I'm willing to try it, and I'll pre-edge it again. Hold on, let me see how much edge I've got left. Yes, I will pre-edge this. All right, uh, Kitty's definitely out of defense dice, so whatever hits you get are net hits. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six... Four sixes. Uh, seven hits. Alright, so what's your total damage in AP? That would be 18 physical, minus 8 AP. Alright, yeah, you shoot it a bunch, and it seems like it's hurting it and weakening it more, but it is still up. Okay, what is it to jump into a drone? Is that complex, or simple, or free? It's a simple action. So can I jump out of this drone and jump into the rudder drone? Um, was that a 10-round burst or a 6-round burst? Well, I was only doing 6-round bursts because of recoil. Okay. Um, yeah, then you have a simple action left. You could switch to a different drone if you want. <clears throat> That's what I want to do because I'm out of edge, and I have a feeling this is going to get ripped apart pretty quick here. Okay, so you're jumping into the rudder drone that's in the barn with the cat or the rudder drone that's outside? Uh, or you can also just jump outside. back out into captain's chair mode, more or less, where you're 
not directly jumped into any of your drones. Yeah, I want to jump into the one that's outside. Okay. All right, so next up is the cat, which is going to continue attacking the steel links. So go ahead and roll for your steel links' pilot rating plus its maneuvering autosoft. Okay, I got one, two, three, three hits. Okay, so the cat gets seven net hits. Go ahead and make a body plus armor roll for your steel links and add six hits to whatever you get. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, so 15 hits. All right, so your steel links takes four more boxes of damage. That's not good. What has it taken so far? A total of 10. Yep, and it's got nine, so it's been just ripped apart. Not in all kinds of little tiny pieces, but, you know, the, the, the a bunch of stuff has torn out the chassis and you got sort of bites at the top sensor array thing and kind of pulls that off, and the steel links just sags down to the ground. And that's it for this combat turn. So roll initiative. Oh, and uh, the guy who got hit by the napalm gets to roll his armor plus fire resistance minus six to see if he catches on fire. Threshold of two. He is on fire. Then he gets to resist three damage from the fire at the end of this combat turn. And since he's not stopping, dropping, and rolling, next time that turn, it's going to be at plus one. All right, yeah, he's on fire, and yeah, he doesn't seem to be flailing or particularly perturbed by it. Well, I'll see what I can do to put it out. All right. I think if you hit him a lot, it'll go out. Yeah, well, one of the effects of a, another napalm hit will be to reduce the fire damage value. Oh, yeah. That's awfully generous of you. Hey, Lone Star, uh, we're here to serve. <laughs> okay. Reordering here. Okay, high threat response dudes, go. Um, actually, Cliff, I'm going to uh, use an edge point for seize the initiative. Okay, you go first. Okay, enough of this petty little stuff. Kitty's getting a shotgun slug. Besides, I'm almost out of ammo with the assault rifle. All right, take your shot. Booyah, six. All right, so what's the total damage? Well, we're looking at a nasty little 16p. Minus, uh, minus five AP. Ooh, that has a chance of actually hurting it. And now everyone just paint a big giant bullseye on my chest. Is it 16 damage? Uh, affirmative. So five gets through, and that is just barely over enough to take this thing out. Woo! So you shoot this cat thing, and it just explodes in this, these various different, um, spiraling tufts, tufts of fur, and the smile is the last thing to disappear. Nice. The high threat response dudes start cheering. Hooray. Good you job. Get a few texts to the, uh, to, to the, um, FA, but good shot, and I owe you a beer. <laughs> oh, and I will collect. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> and, uh, then they proceed to start basically trying to clear the area to see if there's anybody else hiding around here. Then, uh, Kitty doesn't go. Go to drones. Uh, the one that's inside is gonna fly outside and try and stick the flaming guy. Oh, the taser dart? Correct, sir. We're looking at one, two, three, four hits. Alright, that's two net hits. What's the damage? Uh, ten stun, minus five AP, electrical. Yeah, he is, uh, twitching a bunch now. Excuse me, that was eleven stun, electrical. Not ten. Alright, yep, he's, uh, still twitching a bunch. Good. Alright, then, um, what's your other rotor drone doing? Uh, it is covering the uh, Taco and Paco, the two guys that ran off. Oh, there's a lot of them. Uh, you said that they dropped, so have they gotten up at all? Uh, no, they have not. 
Okay. I'm just kind of covering them and make sure they don't try to get away or anything. All right. Then, Nina, it's your turn. I'm going to shoot this guy in the gut. Penalties? Other than the cold shot? Uh, nope. He's a pretty obvious target right now. He's not really moving much. He's twitching spastically, so I suppose that should account for something, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, not as good. Four hits. Oh, he actually dodged that. Bastard. Next up is Garrett. Oh, you already went. So the orc. The SWAT orc, if any of the people in the barn were injured, he's going to cast heal on them. Otherwise, he will assist them in clearing the building. Okay. He's just trying to assist them in clearing the building after kind of a look at the drone and just kind of shakes his head. Yeah, heal the drone. (laughs) And the goons, oh, they aren't going. They're unconscious. Detective Holmes. All the fun's over now, eh? Looks like it. Uh, Napalm Dude's no longer staggering his way back towards that thing I don't see. Uh, Napalm Dude's outside of the barn. You don't have line of sight to him from here. You could go to one of the holes in the wall and view him and do something. Yeah, that's what I think I'll do. Alright, what are you doing? About how far away from me is he? Oh, about seven meters. Let's see. Let's try four six control thoughts. Alright. I got dice rollers somewhere. Four hits. Alright, yeah, you uh, you cast a spell on him, he resists it, but you just get this sense off him of his mind. It's very unusual. Um, there's something not really very human about him. Interesting. Yeah, what, I sure whatever, he's not possessed. Whatever, whoever this is, he does not seem to be thinking like a person would. Well, alright then. That's all I can do. Alright then, uh, Tony, your suppressive fire is done for now. There's now a flaming figure there. It, what's it doing? Uh, currently twitching a bunch and burning. Is burning really an active thing? <laughs> Not really. I guess neither is twitching, but yeah. He doesn't seem to be doing much of anything at the moment. He doesn't go till much later in the combat turn. Looks uh, like he was heading toward the uh, where the vector thrust vehicle was parked. And the, there were two people running across the fields towards the woods? Yep, they've been dropped. Well, one of them was running, the other one was being carried. Nina shot one of them, and he dropped. They both went down. There's no longer gunshots or screams of terror coming from the um, coming from the barn. Just the uh, soft sounds of uh, Billy 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 Joe uh, um, uh, softly weeping in his VR state in the vehicle near you. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm Very gonna <laughs> I'm gonna move towards the two that were running that were dropped. Um, so I'm going to move towards them, and I'm uh, going to keep an eye on that uh, guy on fire um, that doesn't seem to be going anywhere, but that's what I'm doing. Okay. Next is um, Voss. I am going to uh, hold my action and wait and see if the guy who's on fire is uh, surrendering or if he's uh, taking any offensive action. If he's taking offensive action, I will be burning him. Okay, and what is your 4-6 burning dude doing? Uh, probably lighting him on fire again. Okay, uh, it, it's up to you. I mean, he doesn't seem to be getting near the vehicle yet, but... Then if he moves towards it, he's catching on fire again. Okay, let's see, on 8... Because the, the orders uh... were to keep him from getting onto the VTOL at all costs, he's stopped moving towards the VTOL. Alright, so yep, held action. So the uh, flaming dude... Um, he just sort of, like, stops and kind of turns a bit. He's twitching, puts both of his hands up in the air, 
slowly. Shoot and it's up to you guys if we want to keep in combat turns now. No, it's it's easier to cry in my uh, RCC if I don't have to worry about initiative. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's just standing there, the uh, damage he's taking every combat, combat turn is going to go up by a point every three seconds. So we should probably put him out at some point if we're going to take him prisoner. Yeah, he just stands there and raises his hands. He makes no motion to put himself out. LT? I'll, let's I'll, secure the prisoners. I'll let the group know that he's probably not under his own faculties. Full biohazard. Treat the prisoners as uh, potentially um, contagious. I'm going to sense him. Is he magically active? Give me a sensing test. I'm going to swap out for some gel rounds. Did you get any of your sensing? Uh, just a second. I'm double checking my skill at it. Hey, while they're uh, rounding up the prisoners, uh, is anybody driving the VTOL? Is there anybody inside? I got five hits on my sensing after I spent a point of edge for my second chance on it. Okay, so yeah, you um, you can definitely tell he's not magically active. He's human. He's got a lot of cyberware, probably close to the maximum of what a human body could take. And uh, there's definitely something very weird about him. It's like he's it's like nobody's home. He's alive. He's got definitely has some emotions going on, but other than that, it seems very vacant. Like uh, you've oh. seen something like this before in uh, you know. People have been severely injured that you've, you know, re uh, gone to visit, um, you know, other co-workers and such. You've seen this before in people that are in a coma, sort of. So Holes, this one's heavily cybered, but not the mage. There, there may be a mage still running about. And, I'm uh, going to uh, uh, sense the other prisoners to see if any of them are magically active. Okay, uh, and uh, Holmes, you're checking out the Vector Thrust vehicle. It's, it's parked... It's closed up. Uh, it's not. Go it's just not firing up or going anywhere. Uh, are you gonna try to open one of the doors? Yeah, I'm gonna work on trying to gain ownership of it to make sure uh, it doesn't go anywhere. Okay. By what actions specifically are you taking in order to do that? That would be uh, hacking, sir. Unless, of course, it's not doing anything wirelessly, in which case I'll try and open the door the old-fashioned way. Yeah, it's not actually active on the matrix. It's shut down at the moment. Sweet. Then so I'll let you... myself in. Open the door. You could just kind of pull at the door, and it the door opens. It's not locked. Excellent. And you look inside here and see that uh, basically it looks like this thing has been... A lot of the internal stuff has been stripped out for cargo space. There's essentially room in the front for one person to fly this thing, and it's just completely packed floor-to-ceiling with boxes. Looks like... Uh, not like cardboard boxes, but like... Um, kind of like molded plastic... Uh, crates kind of things. Weapons boxes? Could be. They're all, from what you can see, the, the few you can make out, they're all about the same size. Alright, I'll go open one. Okay. There is, uh, let's see here. Give me a, um, just give me a logic roll. Let's see. Four heads. Okay, so the internal dimensions of this box are roughly um, 20 inches wide by oh, 12 inches deep by about maybe eight inches thick and that is completely packed with uh looks like high grade explosive and there is a detonator just pre-wired and stuck on there ready to be turned on yikes um, you're not sure but you're pretty sure this stuff is much higher grade than regular commercial explosives if every single box in here is like this you think 
If these bombs were properly placed, they could take out multiple major buildings. If it all just went off right now, um, everyone here would be dead. Yeah, no, no use running at this point. <laughs> so yeah, you guys all see this if, you are, if you're connected to our communal feed. Oh, and the, the flames and the guy continue to uh, get stronger. As we're having a conversation as to whether or not to uh, subdue this guy before extinguishing him, then this uh, feed of explosives come across the scene. I'll take my shot, but if this guy has some kind of a, well, whatever you want to call it, if he uh, goes down and this thing blows. Dead man then, trigger. Well, yeah, I don't know if that would work if he's dead or subdued otherwise. Well, who's the demolitions expert? Yeah, Holmes, you I can am. tell Holmes, you can tell that this bomb is not activated. It has no matrix presence, but though it just has basically like an old school simple timer. Very easy to disarm, but also impossible to notice in the matrix or mess with wirelessly. Gotcha. It's not ticking, is it? No, it's it's ready to. Do you want to start it? Nope. Not at all. In fact, <laughs> I might okay. even be asking uh, Nina how I might make sure that this thing doesn't start ticking. I would know that it's impossible to start unless someone actually messes with the switch, correct? Yeah, you'd actually, actually have to physically turn the dial back to the number of seconds you want it to go. This is actually sort of a mechanically powered timer. The key is not to let anybody touch that timer. And you could even, pro unless there's other fail-safes in there to prevent it from being disarmed, you could probably just pull, it up, pull the detonator out. Well, I would want to take a look at it first. Probably. I don't suggest that. The guy uh, that's standing here. there flaming, is that the the guy that we were referring to as Hoodie? Yes. Okay. So if this guy can't so, have a dead man's switch, can we just Knock him? him out, put him fire out. Gel round, called shot for extra damage. Okay. He is not dodging. Is this going to be minus... It's normally minus four for a regular called shot, is that right? Yeah, so it's minus two from your thing, and then have that, so minus one. Because you have one quality yep. that cuts the penalty in half, and you have another one that reduces it by two. Yep. So you reduce it and then cut it in half. Wow. Um, nine hits. Accuracy is ten, so. All right, so what's the damage in AP? How is the weapon damage affected by uh, gel rounds? I don't have those stats here. Is it still minus two to the base? I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, I think it's a... Uh... No. It, uh, the, the damage is just converted to stun, and it's plus one AP. Okay. So it actually reduces the armor piercing by one. Okay. So I don't know how many nat hits I got. Um, all of them. No. Oh, right well, on. up to your accuracy, um, of course. 23S, AP minus 5. Oh, but I did a cold shot for extra damage, so whatever that adds to it. Two more? It's 25S, AP minus 5. That's 18 stun. He's already on a full stun track in nine boxes of physical. So it takes nine more boxes of physical. You just finished him off. He is dead. Damn it. Nice shooting, sis. How are we going to question him now? Uh, yeah, one of the high threat response guys is kind of coming at this. Whoa! Yeah, that was definitely unexpected. Man, I wish we had we... that kind of leeway on the job. Good thing we got them other two guys we can still talk to. Yeah. Wait, you haven't shot them, have you? Shut up, man. <laughs> yeah, he's dead, and apparently there is no dead man switch, so none of the bombs go off. Cool. Uh, secure the prisoners, treat them as a possible contagion source. Uh, biohazard. Uh, let's get the headcount and uh, secure the scene, and we're going to need to call in the bomb squad 
to deal with uh, what's in the vehicle over there. I can render it. And make sure that the magically active ones get mage hoods and whatnot. That would be the big guy, right? The big guy? Oh, Taco? Uh, no one sees him around. You said Taco and Paco ran off. No, no, and Paco and his friend. The two thugs. You said one was Taco and one was Paco. No, no, you said that. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I will continue my search for the magically active ones since neither of the two that were lying on the ground are the magically active one I've been looking for. Because somebody around here is a mage. Alright, uh, you, you look around and you don't see him here. I am going to uh, look for his astral signature. Oh, it's um, it's pretty much all over the place. The, it looks like his astral signature um, is linked to that trid phantasm that went off. And that really big spirit that was uh, called in by him. He was definitely here, but he's not here now. Then I am going to send, let's see, I'm going to send the burn victim spirit to go get him and bring him back. Are all the vehicles that we know were part of the convoy here still here? Yes. He's probably on foot as much as an awakened person would be if they have spirits that can fly him anywhere. We could always take the VTOL up in the sky and take a peek. So the the spirit has the search power to track him down using his uh, aura and... It also has the influence spell to try to get him to come back, and if that fails, it has a napalm spell so it can carry his corpse back. Alright, so it starts looking for him. That's going to take a while. Can a second spirit assist? Let's see, what kind of test is it? Is it a skill test? It's a spirit power. Yeah, but I mean, the dice that are rolled, is it a couple of attributes, or is it a skill? Is there a skill involved? I believe it's going to be a couple of attributes. I will okay. double check. Yeah, you can't do a teamwork test on the attributes, but you could essentially, each one could do their own search, and whoever gets it done faster is, you know, it's a cookie or something. Magic plus intuition. So most likely double force. Actually, Spirits of Man have a little bit higher intuition. So double force plus one. And then a minus one. Sorry, what's that? Because that Spirit's already injured, so... That's my last service with the SWAT orc, so if he finds him, I'll know where he is, but the orc won't be able to do anything about it. All right, give me a second look at the spirit powers. Feel free to discuss what your next move is amongst yourselves. I'm sending out a couple of spirits to track down Taco. Taco is his name, right? As far as I know, yeah. He can't have gotten too far, and I've got a good look at his aura, so... On a side note, while you're looking stuff up, uh, Nina quietly uh, folded the bipod back up on her gun, stowed it, and climbed into the VTOL and basically just told Holmes, get out. And she's looking over the trigger. Okay, give me demolitions roll. Okay, so um, your spirits each have to make a magic plus intuition test. Threshold is five. Time takes ten minutes. It is an extended test. Three hits on demolitions. Oh, but um, take six dice away from those tests. And you, you check it over. It's a very simple trigger. You don't see anything else attached to it. You can essentially just Pull it right out if you want. Sure. Okay. You pull it out, you know, very carefully watching it as you go to make sure you're not triggering anything else, and uh, you've disarmed Bum. Right on. The SWAT orc hit five on the second roll. All right, that'll take him 20 minutes. And the third roll for the burn victim orc, or, yeah, burn victim spirit. 
Though at that point, I can probably guide him in anyway. Or guide her in right away. Okay. Well, a lot can happen in 20 minutes. We'll, uh, I'll let you know when that happens. Okay. Disarmed the device. I have the trigger in hand. And there are many, 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 many more similar size cases in this. So was the trigger connected to, were they in circuit? No, this was an individual bomb, ah. sort of a, 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 you know, basically a nice molded plastic case with foam inside to keep it well protected. With one trigger for one device in one case, and there's a ton more. Yes. Um, give me another demolitions roll. No, you made five hits in years before. Um, this is um, this is 16 kilos of a uh, rating 12 explosive. Alrighty. So this one alone would do a base damage of 48. Sorry, I was under the impression there was, for some reason, one trigger for the whole VTOL. Nope. You're just checking out this, the first bomb, basically. Okay. Well, There's never a... mind then. I won't waste my time. This one bomb would do 48 damage at its epicenter. Damn. That's assuming whoever put the bomb together didn't get any net hits on their demolitions test. So. Wow. Yeah, it's also really expensive. Hey, should we call this in? LT already did. The explosives and whatnot? Get the demolitions team out here? Yeah, they should be on the way. Great. Yep. You get a message back, they're on the way. And in about 10 minutes, this place will be totally crawling with cops. And you, uh, you guys secured the other, the, the two uh, uh, thugs from El Rancho Del Taco, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, they're in one of our vehicles. All right. How's Billy Joe? Drone. Picking up the pieces and putting them in the uh, ice cream truck All right. for, hey, for later over. reassembly. It doesn't look like it's beyond repair. It's going to need some <laughs> pretty serious God. repair in order to be functional. <sighs> Good old hardware skill. Yeah, I think about 18% of the vehicle's base cost will be required in parts to repair it. Okay. We'll just take so, that out of the, uh, our, our, uh, our working budget. It's basically close to five grand. And uh, what's Garrett up to? I think he's just uh, hanging out since he's not killing. Me? Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm done shooting stuff for now. You need something shot, I'll do it. If you need me to do something else, just best let me know. I can uh, set up a perimeter and everything like that, start making sure that, you know, no one wanders in, setting up, you know, the AR crime scene tape, stuff like that, and tell the boys coming in, says, hey, step here, step here, step here. Oh, yeah, stay away from the... The smoking corpse. <laughs> yes, that sounds like a beautiful idea. Yep. Yeah, and you're getting like occasional pats in the back from some of the high threat response guys and high five here and there. Doing the job. Okay, uh, about 10 minutes goes by and a number of helicopters and vector thrust vehicles start showing up, including a, uh, the, a uh, forensics team and a hazmat unit and a demolitions unit. Or, you know, anti-demolitions unit, whatever they're called, EOD, and uh, a oh, bunch of other it. cops, and um, yeah, there, there's other like ground vehicles in the way as well, and they start asking the questions, and you know, basically you've got the perimeter set up, and you've got the guy marked out, you know, that the burnt corpse that's marked out, and uh, Nita, you've been kind of keeping an eye on the uh, Dr. Thrust vehicle, I imagine. Are you going through any of the other boxes? No, I'm just gonna uh, brief them when they get there. All right, and they start checking it over. Uh, one of them, one of the guys, basically opens up a briefcase uh, that's essentially packed with drones that are slightly smaller than Shiwasi Kanmushis, and 
sends those into the vector thrust vehicle and they start going over it with great detail and they yeah they they, they set up a perimeter essentially they inform everyone that the entire crime scene is at risk based on the explosive you showed and what you breached what you breached so essentially everybody kind of moves back and away and waits for the demolitions team to finish their job which is going to take them many hours but 20 minutes after um uh you send your spirits off boss your um orc your swat orc says i've got him right here uh fat ass is slogging through the woods way faster than he should be he's got a uh, looks like he's riding on a cat I will uh, do my best to mark on the tech net where the spirit is, uh, has told me he is, and I will vector the burn victim spirit over to take over for the orc. Okay. Burn victim spirit shows up over there. Billy Joe, can you put some uh, drones in the air over there? Yep. I'll send uh, three red of drones. Oh, I should do some quick math here. I go get my motorcycle. Ice cream truck details, hooray. Yeah. So there's what, uh, 20 combat turns in a minute? Yes. Yeah. This guy's moving. No, it's movement math. Suddenly he's breaking the speed of sound, and we can just follow him by uh, tracking the, uh, you know, uh, his movement is multiplied by six. His movement is multiplied by six, but he's got to start with that agility of two. Holy crap, yeah, he managed to get about 38 kilometers away. So he's actually back in Fort Worth, not actually in the woods. Oh, well, we we can, but if he's in the urban area, we can, we'll call it in. You know, the, whatever it is, the bulletin, the APB. Yeah. So what is that, oh, about 100 kilometers an hour he's moving? Yeah, something like that. He's moving pretty fast. Or uh, be on the lookout or whatever it is. Bolo. And um, give me a, um, I guess... Let's give me an intuition plus logic roll there, um, boss. I guess you have the most actual for this for the spirit or for me. No, just for yourself. Four hits. Yeah, you figure out he's basically making a beeline for the El Rancho del Taco, and he's almost there. You're kidding me. Really wants tacos. <laughs> the last thing he does before he goes into the clink is to get some of that sweet del taco. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go ahead and um, uh, restart the recording here. I think now's probably a good time for a quick AFK break if anybody needs to grab a drink or something. Yes. Yep. All righty. All right, I'm back. As am I. All right, if you're not back yet, say something. Something. I'm here. <laughs> Wait a minute, that just totally cooked my noodle, man. <laughs> and I was never All right, so... Oh, by the way, the guy who was flaming, did you guys ever, like, put him out after he was dropped, or did you just leave him Yes. Down? Yes. Okay. But what In means? fact, if it, mean, it meant anything, I dropped a trauma patch on him. He's, he was beyond trauma patch. Uh, I figured. Maybe the trauma <laughs> didn't, patch Didn't need to, like, cut him in half almost with that last shot? Shut up, man. Well, he, was already at, he was already at 10 stun, 9 physical when he took, uh, essentially, 18 boxes of stun, so 9 more physical. I like to think that she actually put a gel around through him, which isn't really supposed to be able to happen. Yeah, through him, lengthwise. Well, if you choose a soft spot like the throat and through the back of the spine, yeah. Let's say maybe it went in his ear. I wasn't aiming for a soft uh, spot. Bounced around inside his head. Trying to subdue him. (laughs) Then why are you aiming for extra damage? 
The flames kind of made it a little difficult to tell whether it was the front or the side of his head. Subdued with extreme prejudice. Now, I assume... Yeah, he was softened up. Some kind of cyber zombie or... He wasn't even reacting to being on fire. Like I said in the chat, PCP. He probably wasn't actually getting hurt that much by it. So? He wasn't actually part of this criminal gang. He was just, you know, a, a poor, misguided soul with severe mental issues and a lot of cyber there to keep him, you know, able to interact with the public safely. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I, I, I feel much better about my decision now. <laughs> yeah, all he really tried to do was leave, so you guys set him on fire and then shot him after he surrendered. We're freaking Lone Star. We would do what we want, man. <laughs> we are the law. Yeah. Yeah, what she said. All right, but yeah, back to the uh, thing at hand here. Uh, wait, is um, Rob, are you back yet? Okay, I guess we're still waiting on Rob. So you guys have a good fourth besides losing an iPad? Uh, actually, uh, my lovely wife just came in and said, hey, you should stop by Best Buy tomorrow on your way home and, and get yourself a new one. Oh. Nice. nice. <laughs> my wife Upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, uh, I, I lost an iPad, too. Any chance you could help me out there? Yeah, hey, might as well get two, right? I could send you one. <laughs> exactly. The more the merrier. Tell her it's a business investment. Exactly. <laughs> we are getting paid. <laughs> so technically, it's I met a, a lie. I met a bear hunter for the first time ever this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I saw your face, of course. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, you know, it was interesting meeting the guy, but, you know, I mean, hey, I'm way out here in the middle of the woods. You, know, you kind of expect a little bit of privacy, you know? <laughs> Random folks just driving in. I mean, come on. So, bear hunters, are they more or less, I'm not going to say weird, but I figure that there's normal hunters and then there's like the big game hunters and they're on like a different level. So, was he like different than other hunters you've run across? Uh, he didn't stay around long enough for me to, uh, you know, get much a sense of him. He had like three dogs piled up in the back of his pickup truck, though. He was uh, training the dogs for hunting. It's not actually bear hunting season, but it's bear hunting training season for dogs. You can't kill him, but you can scare the shit out of him. Yeah, and he'd apparently scared the shit out of half a dozen bears that morning. Good job. <laughs> Good dogs. All right, so uh, Rob, you're back? Yeah, Okay, so yeah, the demolitions team informs you that they, they expect this job to take somewhere between 8 to 14 hours before anyone can actually get back near the crime scene. And, um, let's see, Voss has a uh, burn victim spirit uh, following uh, Taco, who is riding a giant cat through Fort Worth while invisible. Well, back to the top of the joint. Somebody's been watching Harold and Kamar. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so we can call it in and tell people to wait at the scene, and there's got to be other dips than the ones on our team that can assist, right? Yeah, a lot of them are actually here. Essentially, like, basically half of Lone Star has shown up to this site. Oh, great. <laughs> Speaking of which, here's Buckner right now. Oh, my favorite, He's a favorite officer. Showing Thanks for the coffee, business. Buckner. Well, I'm going to pass on the information on our perps location to send some folks out to round them up. I think we're Extremely dangerous, magically active, yada yada. Now, there's uh, two high threat response... Uh, Banshee's here. Uh, they, uh, they offer to take you guys for a ride if you need one. Let's go. Sweet. Let's go. Yes. Round up. All right. So, yeah, they have to basically leave most of the team back. 
uh, two of the high threat response guys that were in the uh, in the uh, barn with you guys uh, tagged along as well, and their lieutenant is uh, is in there in the co-pilot seat, and you guys start flying back towards Fort Worth. I'm going to start humming the Bonanza theme to myself. Right, and it isn't long before your uh, spirit, uh, basically you guys are barely in the air by the time your uh, burn victim spirit says that he's gone into a building and you, you get the impression from the spirit of the, El, of the El Rancho Del Taco. And it follows him in and is immediately assaulted by another spirit. Aww. So what's your burn victim's, uh, so just take us roll its astral initiative. We'll see what happens here. Hold on a second, I've got to look up its astral initiative. Probably force times two plus three D six. So with its injury, it's going at twenty-three. Alright, uh, it goes first. It's being attacked by a big old uh, saber tooth tiger. Let's see, that doesn't seem very nice at all. Well, you know, when the only tool you got is a hammer. So, so you're kinda of choppy there. Oh wait, no. I was just saying it's an astral, so it's not gonna be able to napalm it, I'm sure. Nope. It could manifest in Napalm the restaurant. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's see how uh, a less powerful beast spirit can handle an influence. I'm supposed to be here. I'm just another customer. All right, roll your dice. Two hits. All right, it does not work. The saber-toothed tiger tries to rip the burn victim's head off. Uh, so make a defense test. Let's see, essentially double. seven hits. Oh, okay, you got it. Uh. Yeah, that's definitely a miss. Uh, so next pass? No, really, really, I'm supposed to be here. Your, your boss asked me to come. Six hits on that influence. All right, uh, that point of the back office is, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Good thing I didn't bite your head off there. Nice yes. reflexes. Yep, good job. All right, so your spirit then kind of follows in to where Taco's been going into the place, going into the basement, and essentially there's an area down there that's warded. Let's see. I think the uh, spirit is likely... Well, I don't know. What do you think? Would the spirit try to uh, to get through the ward, or would it wait outside? I think it'd probably wait outside and, and ping back to you. Yeah. I'm gonna... Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll report that, uh, that Taco has gone to ground uh, down in the basement, you said, in a warded area. Alright, it takes less than five minutes for the uh, Banshee to arrive. At the Rancho del Taco, your spirit has not reported anything different. And uh, the uh, lieutenant of the high threat response guy, um, uh, Officer Rodriguez, uh, Lieutenant Rodriguez, uh, asks uh, ELT, So, uh, how do you want us to approach this? All right, so where are we? Uh, is he at the, at the restaurant yet? Uh, you guys are approaching the restaurant. You'll be there in seconds. So we're not going to be there? No, he's in the basement. So there's a restaurant full of civilians, or what time of day is it? I believe it's late morning, isn't it? We'll say it's uh, late late morning, early afternoon, so... Um, let's say early afternoon, so... The lunch rush is still kind of going strong, but it's starting to die down. So lots of civilians. Um, so I think, uh, what's the procedure for clearing as many of the civilians out as possible before we go in? Well, essentially, uh, showing up and, uh... Trying to calmly escort the civilians out, rather than like walking in and waving guns around and starting a panic where someone might get, you know, trampled or freak out. Uh, probably after, but not probably not do that until after you've initially set up an exterior perimeter. Okay, let's do that plan. Yeah, so we can process all the people who do leave. Wouldn't want somebody important getting out in the confusion. All right.
it. And um, did you want other vehicles, other police cars to be heading to this location as well? Or you just want to handle this with your team and who you've got here? Uh, I think we need support to at least hand, make sure the civilians are safe. Okay. Yeah, after That's... seeing the uh, type of spirit he uh, summoned before, we uh, we could definitely use backup here. Okay, so you've got, uh, let's say, a couple of astral dips tagging along, um, each of which is capable of uh, calling up bound spirits if need be. And then you've got, uh, it's about the time you guys are approaching there, I'm going to say there's two cop cars there at the moment that are that are pulling up. They don't have their sirens going, but they're, um, you know, they're sort of pulled up nearby and they're... They just uh, kind of send in a uh, a, a uh, AR ping that they've arrived on site and request uh, orders. It looks like there will be another half a dozen cop cars arriving over the course of the next five minutes. The other high threat response team is on site where the demolitions are, just kind of hanging out, helping secure the perimeter there. They can be called in if need be. Do we know about his organization? Like, obviously, he took some men with him to this meet. But he has, that wasn't everybody that he had doing stuff for him. You don't have a lot of information, but you definitely get the sense that it's more than him and just those two guys. You've seen other people come and go as well. So this notion about clearing them out and marking the people that we know or separating them out uh, is a good idea. And of course, he may be calling in uh, other people to help him, which would seem kind of stupid. And why is he holding up here instead of running away? No one has any ideas. Well, I don't know much well, about magic, but uh, what was that something I heard someone talk about? The it's auspicious, auspicious. I don't know something that's like their their territory or something. And they do better in it. So he's probably also if he was able to get if he was able to get into the warded area fast enough, we wouldn't have been able to track him. Ah, so quick action on your part has allowed us to uh, know where he is. Good work. I uh, copy uh, a audio record of that uh, to my uh, for future promotion <laughs> file on my uh, AR. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> okay, so we let the machinery go to work. We get the people in, we secure the perimeter, we start to, we set up the command post, ordering uh, people out of the El Rancho Taco, because we're here to protect the civilians. The citizens, those sinless bastards can rot. Well, technically, the nature of our relationship is really a contract between Lone Star and the people of the city. So, in a sense, they're our customers. Well, they have to be of the city first. We can act on the presumption that someone in our jurisdiction is a customer first. I learned that the other night in one of those classes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... One of those Lone Star rebranding classes? <laughs> Beatles put down, uh, the cop cars are arriving, you're setting up a perimeter, both with spirits, uh, astral forms, and boots on the ground. You go in to uh, essentially evacuate the restaurant. Uh, Tony, give me a, we'll make this a charisma plus police procedures role. Ooh, can we teamwork it? Sure. I'll help. So instead of intuition for the attribute use charisma, even though it's a knowledge skill, it seems appropriate. So bring me those extra dice. Uh, four hits. Uh, and how m up to how much of my skill can I take of that? The ranks in your skill. Good thing I have some. I and then bump your limit by one as well. Uh, is this a social limit? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to use edge to reroll failures, and I'm only going to get 
six hits. Okay. What would you like the mood and style of the evacuation to be? We're here to help everybody. So just a kind of an orderly, there's some danger in the restaurant, and we're here to help everyone. Okay. Yeah, everyone, a number of people actually say thank you as they leave with taking their to-go boxes with them. Everyone yep. who's helping with the perimeter, give me perception tests. Actually, just make it one big teamwork test. I'll have drones out around the edge of the perimeter. Sure. Yeah, you can help. Who wants to lead the yep. perception? One. I've got a six in perception. I can lead it. Okay. Three from me. Or, I'm sorry, four. Don't forget your plus two in perceptions for TechNet. You still just get one from me. And four from me. And five from me. So, plus six total and a bunch to my limit. The first drone, you get four. The second drone, you get five. Third drone, you get four. Six, so it doesn't matter. Your limit's essentially super ridiculously high. All right, let's see what you do with all those dice. Eight hits. Okay, yeah, you actually managed to, between uh, reading auras and uh, Nina knowing how to spot when somebody's carrying, and uh, drones, you know, kind of zeroing in on people's uh, movement patterns, you pick up on a couple of guys who are actually moving out, leaving the restaurant, heading towards a uh, vehicle that you think might be somehow related to uh, this organization, and manage to pick them up and arrest them. And it turns out, yeah, they are are armed with pistols, they're magically active, uh, adepts. And he managed to catch them before they slip out. Do we recognize them as uh, the adepts that were in that building when we kind of first started casing the place? Now, that was the the two you actually picked up out by the barn. Okay. But you, you have seen these people before at some point, either coming or going at the El Rancho del Taco. It looks like they were heading towards a, uh, looks like a t- Toyota Elite that was parked not too far away. We should extend the perimeter to include that vehicle. Just arrest them. Detain them for questioning. They are persons of interest in an ongoing investigation. I think we just did arrest them. Yeah. Yep, you got them arrested. And now you've got the restaurant and it's cleared out. There's not a soul there. There's a number of people that are hanging out outside the perimeter in the area. Just locals, people who have been evicted from the restaurant. Homeless people. A few, actually. Uh, the first couple news uh, news anchors have started to arrive. Ooh, I'm going to go out and uh, be the front man. And uh, you've got the place buttoned up. Okay, I believe uh, we can send in a drone or something and see what's in there and uh, see if we can talk him out. All right, send in, uh, let's say, uh, three Kanamushis down into that warded area and go in through the ward and see what's on the other side. Okay, yeah, essentially downstairs it looks like there's another freezer, like big walk-in freezer with the freezer door that's closed. It's pretty well sealed. You wouldn't be able to get one of your drones through the cracks. Uh, someone go down and open that door. Yeah, the, I will command my spirit to open the door. Your spirit goes to the door. Uh, the ward is actually kind of covering where the door is, so your spirit really can't do anything with it without having to deal with the ward. Oh, uh, okay. I was thinking right. the ward was past the door. Sorry, is it a locked door? It looks like a walk-in freezer door. Oh. It might be locked. Do we have those drones that drill holes and we can put, like, a speaker mic through or something? Nina's got something that punches holes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so can we? Can anybody? Can we? Can one of the drones talk now and maybe see if uh, he'll respond? Uh, we haven't made. I haven't seen him yet. Have you seen a walk-in freezer before? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty thick and soundproofed, more or less. You can still bang this, on them. 
Did the spirit do. open the door for the uh, drones? It can't. There's a word yeah. for the door. We're not hiding from him. He he knows we're after him. He's running from the star. You know, so, if we've cleared the civilians, we can maybe talk him out. So let's try and communicate with him. Okay, well, we've got to get the door open. Does the word affect me? I'm an adept. Probably not. Then I'll go open the door. Yep, no, don't send her alone. You pull the door, and it seems like it's barred from the inside. Uh, give me a perception test. Five hits. You notice there doesn't seem to be any sort of hum of active equipment down here. This is obviously not actually a running freezer right now. It'll still have a nice uh, seal on it, though, that will prevent me sticking anything in there to remove a bar, huh? Right. Can we get somebody with a drill to drill a hole and slide in one of those looker-around scopey things? Yeah, you can probably call for that. We'll get through the boat. Well, while we've been doing the evacuation, um, would it have been part of our standard police procedures to get information about the area to make sure that there are any like subterranean exits that are known or documented within city public utilities, that kind of stuff? I'm not sure about standard procedure, but it sounds like a pretty good idea. Yes, then that. I do those things. Okay, so the door is locked, barred. Can we drill it, blow it, check uh, what's beyond it? It looks like it'll probably take about 10 minutes for the drill team to get here. Okay. Now, you were able to find him before. So if he'd left here, would you be able to find him again? Maybe. If he's behind a powerful enough ward, it can deflect the astral energies enough that my spirits won't be able to track him. Are these ward things you're talking about movable, like you can put them in a vehicle? Uh, no, not necessarily. You can... I, it's technically possible, but uh, but difficult. The, the sort of ward... I, I go into kind of a technical bit about it that's probably incredibly boring to anybody but another mage. But long story short, the, the type... Most of wards of this sort are immobile. So if he left, you can look for him? Yes. Can you look for him now and see if he left? I am going to send... Uh, what's his name? My Force 4 spirit out to uh, look for him. Okay, uh, make a test. Make your test, but it's minus 12 dice. He does not find him. Okay, he starts looking. Uh, where are those two prisoners? Maybe we can have a chat with them. They're probably back in your ice cream truck. Or another car back there uh, at the uh, scene. Does Nina have enough uh, of the fancy explosives handy to uh, breach the door? I don't believe I have any explosives on me. This is an Arlington, right? Uh, Fort Worth. Uh, southwest Fort Worth. So, almost kind of the Arlington side of Fort Worth, but not in Arlington, no. Definitely Fort Worth. Question, what kind of door is it? We're talking like a door on the uh, freezer. We're talking, you know, hinges which are exposed, hinges which are not exposed. Is the door flush? Does it swing in, swing out? It uh, swings out. It's a big old walk-in freezer door, so metal. Okay. Nice. So the hinges are exposed. I was about to say, if uh, unless there's something physically holding that door shut, you know, you could easily just use my shotgun, blast the uh, hinges off from the outside, and just we should be able to get in the door. Only question is, we don't know what's on the other side. Could be booby trapped, not necessarily magically, but maybe some uh, trip wires, some grenades, and stuff like that. It sounds a little bit safer to wait for the drill team. What do you guys think? It's fine with me. Uh... If the hinges are on the right side, blow the hinges. Has anybody tried to talk to him yet? No. Nope. Well, let's see if we can talk him out. Well, I mean, that's part of the drill, was we could just run a, run a mic in. 
Uh, Nina, you down there? Have you knocked on the door? See if he locks back or answers? I've not, but I can. Here's a here's another little possibility we should do. Contact power company. Have shut off all power to here. You know, if he has any uh, electronics or anything like that going, at least that'd be uh, one extra thing. And uh, even though he might be down underneath, if he's all enclosed, especially if he's in some sort of hidey hole with no ventilation, other than maybe air conditioning, it's going to get pretty hot down there pretty quick. So have him do that, and then I'll uh, talk to him and, you know, make that part of the deal, right? Well, knock, see if he responds. I'm going to go talk to these prisoners. Pound, pound, pound. Okay, it's silent the first time. It's what? Uh, silent. Wham, wham, wham. Here. Hooray! We're not going away. We're closed. Nina stands there and laughs to herself for a few minutes. I'm going to laugh out of this as well, because you're not the talker, are you? I'm not the talker. You're not fragging Cliff, I've got a a question and a follow-up question. What's that? Can I cast invisibility on a door? I think so. Follow-up question. Does that then provide line of sight for use of the magic's fingers spell? Oh, that sounds like a slippery slope. No kidding. Hey, I'm all for it. <laughs> you know, there is a spell that actually lets you see through barriers that cast spells through them. Yeah. I think that's a good I'm going to say yes, but you also have to overcome the object resistance, as essentially resisting your spell to make the door invisible. So, well, I'll say it's possible. Why not? It's not as easy as the spell that's designed to do that, but it might work. All right. I've got a... Uh... An idea, then, LT. I, I sketch out the uh, the idea. If I can, if I can uh, make the the door invisible, we can see through it then, and I may be able to open it from the inside with uh, magic fingers. Won't he be able to see out then? Yes, he will be able to cast spells at us at that point. Let's see if we could talk him out first. Why don't you kind of get ready for that? I want to ask his prisoners a question. Okay. Prisoners are back at the site with the barn. You don't have them with you. No, we have the two we arrested here, right? No. Yeah, there were the two going to the uh, car out in the parking lot that someone thought were suspicious. Oh, those guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, they're part of Taco's gang that hangs out here or know him or something, right? Suspicious. We would assume that, yes. Otherwise, we wouldn't have arrested them. Well. <laughs> so I'm going to go uh, talk to them. And say, have either of you two been in the freezer or know what's in there? Neither of them look at you. Okay. So you don't want your lifelong sentence as terrorists with weapons of mass destruction to be alleviated in any way whatsoever by assisting us in making sure we have a safe securement of this terrorist. One of them sort of looks up and starts a bit. Uh, the other one... Actually, give me an intimidation roll. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you wants to be the fall guy first? Darn it. I pre-edged this roll and I only got six hits. Yeah, one of the guys sort of jerks his heads up and starts and looks kind of freaked out by what you're saying. The other one just sort of looks up and, and says, uh, kind of shoulders, and he nudges the other one with the shoulder and says, you're, you're full of shit. <laughs> I just taser him so he's unconscious. <laughs> the one that, that says you're full of shit. Yep. Yeah, that was like, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, you can't do that. We, we have rights. I, I want my lawyer. Not today. You don't have rights. Yeah, you've got rights. You've got rights to color TV. 
You've got a right to a plate of tacos, and you got a right to some pain. <laughs> do I have to do the intimidation roll again? Uh, I'm not allowed down there. Uh, nobody is. Okay. It's like a special place where he goes to do his magic stuff. Excellent. That clarifies things for me. Well, we don't. It... We don't do no bombs. No real. No, no yeah. Or anything crazy like that. We just. Yeah, we do illegal stuff, but doesn't everybody? Keep digging. <laughs> well, I will remind you, you do have the right to keep silent. So far, you've been very cooperative, <laughs> and I'll keep that in mind. All right. Uh, okay, guys, you got that? It's like his uh, place where he does all of his stuff, so it's probably amped up and everything. So, I'm, yeah, I'm tempted to just... I'm going to give him one chance to come out, and then otherwise we're just going to drop it on him. I'm going to volunteer to go down and see if I can talk him out. Be my guest. He says they're closed, I say kind of loudly. Well, give him his chance, and uh, I think uh, we've cleared the air and made it safe. I think the safest thing will be uh, to really go on pretty heavy. So should we call this a, a negotiation or a con, Cliff? Oh, what are you saying? What are you trying to do? Let's let's do a negotiation. It's it's uh, us negotiating his terms for his surrender. All right. Uh, so, what are you saying? Oh, I'll I'll tell him that you know he's outmanned, outnumbered, outgunned. He has no friends here, um, and if he wants to make it out of here in one piece without you know the wrath of Lone Star coming down on him for uh, being a national and potentially international terrorist, he's going to want to take advantage of this particular situation now while things are still calm because the high brass wants this to the end yesterday. Alright, so give me a negotiation roll. I'm going to say minus four dice because you have to talk through the wall or the, the door, which is muffles your sound and allows doesn't allow you to read him. Okay. I see you grab a plate of tacos, take it down to him, say, hey, your dinner's here. Oh yes, and the tacos. Uh, Lace the tacos. <laughs> Lots of narco jet. Well, you know he oh, eats you know, plate after plate of those tacos every day. He's got to be jonesing for some tacos. I know I always am when we talk about this damn place. <laughs> right? <laughs> I got three hits, but let me spend my other point of edge and see if I get more. Four hits total. All right, he, he calls back. How do I know you just won't? Kill me when they open the door. We're the police. We don't do that. I mean, Very often. I'm in nowhere else to go. Nothing to do now. You come after me, I'll make sure I take some of you with me. Well, that's your choice. I mean, we certainly can't stop you from doing that, but, um, you know, what's more satisfying for you? Uh, uh, a short end here or life with uh, potential for parole if you're well behaved? I mean, cooperation is going to get you a lot farther in this particular situation than guns ablazing. Besides, your buddies upstairs already told us this is your mojo hole. So, man, we already know that we already know what you got inside. So, do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Let's make this easy. Uh, let me think about it. Come back in an hour. <laughs> All right. Well, we try to do it the easy way. And I'll I'll, I'll say over visibly or uh, loudly over my comms. Uh, hey, LD, he doesn't want to do it the easy way. I say send in the jackboots. And that'll be my intimidation roll. All right. You want me to do the same penalty? Um, no, I'd say 
Any penalty would be counteracted by uh, bonuses for his position. Okay. I got three hits on the intimidation. All right. A couple seconds go by. He says, wait, wait. All right, all right. I'll, I'll come quietly. You just have to promise to back off and not to shoot. Tell you what, I'll go out first and you can walk behind me. That way, nobody's going to get you on accident. Or on purpose. Or on purpose. And I'm sending a test message out to Nina. Get the gel rounds ready. Gotcha. He's just pulling my leg, isn't he? Hold on, I'm rolling dice. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured the guy was being a dick. I'm glad you said you were rolling dice. I was going to say you were rolling dice. Look out, he's rolling dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll come. Wait, 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 wait. We have dice. I repeat, we have dice. <laughs> Are they D6s or D12s? They're D12s. We need to get more people. <laughs> says, uh, okay, okay, I'm, I'm coming out. Here. Can, I, can I tell if that's a lie or not? I'll make a judge intentions roll. I've got my... Uh, At minus two, I'll say. My Aries Alpha is ready. You noticed Tony was very willing to let you go down and negotiate. <laughs> Ain't you a... I'm bitch. sorry, what were you saying there, Nina? I just said I've got my Aries Alpha ready with gel rounds. On the opposite I... side of the door, the the back side. <laughs> <laughs> I got three hits on my judge intentions. All right. Do you think he might actually be coming out, especially when you hear like the clink of the bar on the other side? But you're not so sure he's coming out peacefully. He sounds like someone. He's, he's he sounds like he's got something planned. I uh, signal, you know, all the, I mean, everybody, uh, all, the, all the people here that are the star, that, okay, we think he's coming out. This is the this is the moment. Be ready, everybody. Why don't we all run upstairs and just roll a few grenades down the stairs for him to catch when he opens the door? <laughs> to be smart and have some common sense, I will move back far enough so that uh, a flinging open door will not catch me in the face. Okay, so the door kind of latch kind of moves a bit and it pushes open and out starts walking this really big cat. Looks like this black panther that's, you know, the head is barely large enough to fit through the doorway. And it kind of like starts to move up some and pauses. And he says, all right, this is how it's going to be. This is the most powerful spirit you've ever encountered. Even more powerful than the one back at the barn. I'm a nobody, all right? The guy you wanted was the guy I was talking to. I just moved stuff for him. He's, I'm of no importance to you. Now, you're going to let me out, and I'm going to go in peace, or a bunch of you are going to be leaving in body bags. Understand? Look down, at move. My, look down at my fake wristwatch. Come on, man. I need to make dinner tonight. Let's get moving. <laughs> no, no. You hear me. You back off now. Or you're the first one who gets eaten. Okay. I'll make my way back upstairs and be like, well, he wants to play, so send in the jackboots over our tack nut. And he has a big kitty cat. All right, so the cat starts to emerge from the freezer and start gradually moving forward. Is anyone standing in its way or attacking it? Nope. I got two roto drones on standby. Is that a cat or him disguised as a cat? What's going on here? It's a really big cat. Is it an illusion? Meow. Meow. What we need to do is really take a good look at that and see what we can determine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Check in with my 
Yeah, we need to get on this right now. A spirit on the astral there is, does he see it as a spirit or as an illusion? This, oh yeah, big spirit. So big threatening us with this big giant spirit, I believe under this chapter of law counts as uh, technically impeding officers in the, in, the, in the conduction of our business. It certainly counts as resisting arrest. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Whatever else we decide to trump up on it, providing material support to a terrorist. Nina, can you see in the room and take him down? I was going to wait for him to come out the door. That cat's all the way out the door and gradually starting to move upstairs. Is anybody staying downstairs? Or on the stairs? I haven't moved. Right, it's starting to get close to you. It's looking at you. I'm not moving. I'm, I've been standing back away from the door. I've got my gun trained. I have okay. had it trained. It pretty much gets right up to you and looks at you and growls. It's really well, low. Do you want me to get rid of that spirit? Move along. So we can go about our days. Cat says, out of the way, little mouse. I'm not, chance. I'm not in your way. The stairs are behind you. What okay, you take down that spirit, LT? I'm going to picture stairs going down, and then a short hallway going to this freezer door. So anybody in the thing's path would be on the stairs. There's got to be room for the door to swing all the way out to the wall. Yeah, but th- this this thing doesn't isn't letting anyone... Well, okay. Um, so you're not blocking its path, you're just I'm not, moving no. to the side? I've been over to the side. I imagine this is a little T intersection, not intersection, but, you know, a T where the door is, because the door needs room to open, and it's not going to open up on the stairwell. Okay. Yeah, so the cat moves, he says, well, cat says, all right then, and it moves past you, walking slowly and leisurely out into the Rancho del Taco. Into the kill zone. I slap my leg gently and come and go... Come on, guys. Uh, okay, so we got confirmation. It is a spirit. Right? Yeah, it is a spirit, and it is in uh, now in the restaurant. Uh, Nina, uh, you're basically downstairs now. The door is open. You can see into the lodge. Okay. Uh, essentially, there's a lot of stuff in here, incense and whatnot. There's actually, like, looks like the ground has been pretty well scratched up and gouged, like the concrete floor. Like some large cat was trying to tunnel its way out, but not having much luck with the concrete. I'm gonna step inside not inside a circle well it's already messed up but is there a dead body in here you look you don't see a dead body the, the area smells pungently of um like uh sweat and body odor and incense and deep weed and sage and all the just things you'd associate with the magic with the shaman's lodge there's we saw lots of cat pictures up on the wall. Some are paintings, some are photographs. There's various plush cats and lots of uh, pillows and comfy-looking sofa and beanbag chair. Taco's not down here. I'm going to keep looking. I say over the tech net. Yeah, you don't see any people down here, alive or dead. I'm going to do a thorough search, okay, including looking for someone who might be invisible. You give me a perception test. Uh, only two hits. Okay. You start looking through, you don't see any signs of people or fancy trapdoors or anything. You find stashes of various drugs and things. Uh, but you, you're looking through and you kind of cover the area, waving your gun around. The area's space isn't that big, so you're pretty sure you would have bumped into somebody who was invisible or heard them trying to move out of the way. In the meantime, the cats sort of approach the main front doors. And uh, what are the rest of you doing? I'm taking aim. Trying not to be cat food. Ready to pull the trigger. 
preparing to banish the spirit. So Taco's not following the spirit up the stairs? No, he's not down here. Well, wouldn't he be behind the cat? You would think so. But that's not the case. Does anybody want to take a look at the spirit, see if there's an invisible guy following him? Yeah, I'll take a glance. Check for the spirit upstairs in the uh, taco place. What's that? Can I, uh, can I perceive in the astral and see if I see him? Uh, sure. Don't we have a couple of other astral uh, dips with us, too? They should be looking. Yeah, they have each have uh, pulled up a couple of uh, elementals. A um, couple earth, a fire, and a water. Like right around, like, force five or six. And they're cleaning out an astral space. They report back the spirit is... Uh, it's, it's force is not outside of their means to summon, but they wouldn't attempt it due to the high likelihood of fatality on their behalf. It's the kind of spirit you could you would only summon if you were uh, both good and desperate. Uh, essentially, in game terms, uh, this is a force twelve. I uh, I got three hits on a sensing and uh, on perception. Uh, you, you you get the sense that this is a pretty much a max four spirit for most powerful magicians. And yeah, just trying to summon one of these is a good chance you're going to die or take a bunch of physical damage. I want to do another search through here, but this time I'm looking for uh, exits. Okay, yeah, you, they, your your search kind of covered that before. You didn't find any other exits. This is essentially a one-way... So outside of character knowledge, is there any chance that this guy could be taking the shape of the cat? Probably not, but... um, Could be the other way around. Give me an arcana roll. I actually got a rank in that. All right. I got one hit. All right, so you know beast spirits, which this is one, uh, have the optional power of concealment. A Force 12 Beast Spirit would essentially give minus 12 dice per- to perception checks to notice whoever it was covering with its concealment. Gotcha. That would make them very difficult to spot. You think there's a very good chance that this guy is, like, hanging out really close to the spirit. Um, also, you're pretty sure that it would take multiple shots from high-powered armor-piercing weapons, such as sniper rifles with APDS, um, anti-vehicular missiles things of that nature to actually harm this thing and it's probably agile enough to dodge most attacks that would be harmful to it can't all the mages that are standing around all try and banish it at once um they could potentially teamwork of banishing i guess but each one would also take the drain and attempting to banish this thing is just as dangerous as attempting to summon it my professional opinion is to just follow this thing if possible we've cleared the area right there's nothing yeah. down here. Yeah. You've got a, you know, a couple extra SWAT team people that you brought along with. You've got this VTOL that's in the area. You just kind of like parked nearby. There's um, about eight different cop cars here by now. So lots of cops here. Well, very simple though. It's at the, it's, it's at get, approaching the door of the restaurant, right? And uh, what I'm concerned with is when I drop uh, my, uh, my frag, my, uh, high explosive grenades on it are most people clear of the area and Nina's down in the basement. So probably okay for cover from that. Yeah. There's no civilians or people there unless you want to order someone to be that close. Yeah. For us inside, we're basically staying out of its way. Uh, what, uh, what, what do the eight, the high threat, we've got some high threat uh, team guys here with us. What are they normally equipped with? The standard issue. Let's see. Um, full body armor with helmet and chem seal. 
We have Ares Alpha, Assault Rifles. Let's see here. Ares Predators. That's really about it. Plenty of ammo. Flashbangs. Yeah, the HDR is woefully equipped to deal with something this big. Well, here's just a goofy thought, not necessarily for taking out the spirit, maybe at least identifying uh, or trying to find, uh, you know, Mr. Taco. They have any paint grenades on them because uh, you set one off and you get close enough, and all of a sudden he's covered in paint. He's like, oh, look, there he is. Ten. More napalm. Okay, guys, do we go? Because I'm ready to take it out. I say if it steps outside, we take it. But it's going to have to t step outside no matter what we do, because if it wants us to, if it thinks we're going to let it go, it's still going to have to bleed. It'd probably be best to take it out as soon as it gets outside, just because there's another spirit inside that might join in if we start the fight inside the building. Yeah. All right, I'm going to find cover of appropriate nature. Yeah, everybody get behind cover. Everybody take cover. Here we go. We have a VTOL nearby. Doesn't that have, like, gunnery stuff on it? Oh, yeah. And there's a pilot in it? Yeah, it's got a heavy machine gun that's normally loaded with gel rounds, but they can go switch to APDS as a backup. It does have a few missiles, or a load of missiles of various different types. Shall I deal with it, LT? Yeah, fire it up. Let's get it going. Okay. Cliff, as soon as the spirit steps outside, I'm going to banish it. Yeah, I'm just going to drop a grenade in there. Okay, you do Nina. know how the banishing rules work, right? Yes, I also know how the burning edge rules work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the uh, spear kind of like kind of waits at the door for a little while, and then with a sudden burst, just bursts through the door and starts bolting. Um, haze, or haze. Um, <laughs> Voss, <laughs> give me a, uh, go ahead and try your banishing. I burn a point of edge to get four net hits. Okay, it works. The spirit goes poof, and Taco is left standing in the open um, out in the parking lot. And despite burning the four edge, I'm still going to roll its dice to see what your drain is. Yeah, I've got some drain coming at me. That's freaking awesome. You have more than one edge. You could burn edge on the uh, drain roll too, right? That is true. <laughs> All I gotta say is Bad kitty! <laughs> Resisting vanishing does sound like something Taco would spend an edge on. This episode will be called How Much Edge Could or How Much Edge Can Mr. Johnson Take in One Session? <laughs> Alright, Voss, roll your drain. How much edge could a DM burn if a DM could burn edge? Exactly. I got six hits on my drain resistance. Alright. That means you only take eight boxes of physical damage from the psychic backlash. Ouch. Wow. I felt that. Basically, you immediately lean over and vomit, and it's it's a sick, dark red fluid that's coming out. It's also, you realize, is, uh, actually your your eyes are completely bloodshot, um, your ears are ringing, blood's running down there. Uh, you've realized that um, some stuff has come out of your bowels. It's probably partially bloody as well, and you just feel completely and utterly drained and kind of uh, collapse back a bit, but you're still alive, and Unfortunately, still conscious. <laughs> you feel uh, the worst that you've ever it, felt in your entire life. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I glare at, uh, at Taco. He puts his hands up. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 I think wait, we'll wait cut there. Wait for it. Book him, Dano. <laughs> Holy fragment. Yeah, why not? 
and make sure he hits his head on every car he gets in and out. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? I think uh, when we're on our way back to the station, I think we. I think I should do a few cat stamps just for good measure. <laughs> Wait a minute! Did Voss just get a new nickname, the Cat Whisperer? <laughs> well, I may give you a commendation for this. Okay, just because as uh, as I'm hauling Taco away and putting him in the car, I'm going to start uh, saying to myself, "Cat Scratch Fever." <laughs> hey Cliff, I want to uh since there's some media there, um I'd like to go out and give a uh if if it's okay with the LT a brief summary of today's events, the thwarting of a major uh terrorist plot, the aqua or the acquisition of dangerous assets, and the lieutenant's deft skill and timing to bring this to a swift and just end with minimal civilian casualties. Oh, here's yeah, a, a reporter right here. Have you met Fiona? Fiona, why don't you talk to uh, Detective Holmes here? He does. Yeah, so I, think, I think, think next session we'll deal with more or less the epilogue. Sweet. Because essentially you guys have broken the case. Um, unfortunately, because of some of the actions that resulted, uh, you don't get all of the answers. Damn it! At least in character. But, uh... I'll have to do like a, I think after the epilogue, do like an out of out of character reveal of what was going on as well, just so. Yes, you know. yes. Cool, we're done with that. It's uh, it, it all relates to a, a gang campaign that we played that took place in Dallas, um, back when we played third edition that our roommate at the time, Dave, Dave ran, oh, the cool. uh, villain character that he had at idea that he had at the time. The uh, the our our, our gang was the uh, the violent vigilantes. Were they good guys? Oh, more or less. Hell yeah, we were the good guys. They kind of, you know, took care of their turf. They basically started by wiping out a gang that would just run around and commit random acts of violence in their turf. And uh, we took that over and uh, built up the gang from there. Sweet. Well, I can't believe that went off without nobody, you know, other than Voss, dying. <laughs> and he almost I totally did not die. I have one box of physical remaining. <laughs> He's going to be in the hospital for a bit. We'll bring him tacos. We've been there. That's right. <laughs> okay, so I think uh, is LT and uh, Garrett the only folks that haven't been in the hospital for more than you know a couple days. Hey, when you guys are in the hospital, I have to go to the hospital because <laughs> I'm your boss. I don't think Billy Joe's been to the hospital, but I think Garrett went to the hospital after that uh, car blew the up. Rock, the rocket launcher? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You know, those gangers are crazy. Yeah, gangers. <laughs> totally unpredictable. Well, hope you guys had fun. That was a blast. <laughs> I got to shoot a big kitty, and I, I, okay, I got to admit, that last banishing right there, that was just like, it was climactic, yeah, anticlimactic, but in an awesome way. <laughs> That was I, I climaxed too. I honestly expected that we would spend the next session digging Nina and Holmes out of the basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figured once shots were fired, that's exactly where it'd run right back to. It was a it was a gamble, but I figured if he was summoning a force twelve and used two services already, what were the odds he had more than four more? Right. Yeah. yeah he actually I, had I gotta... four total services and he used two of them up. So. Wow. I have to go. Bye, guys. That was a badass burning of edge. No kidding. Hey, I only have two of edge, so it's even easy to get rid of it and buy it back. <laughs> yep, yeah, nice one. Well, well done. Just in case I did die, I could have uh, burned 
<laughs> but yeah, basically, yeah, the um, Taco, once he realized what was going down, just um, tr- uh, slipped away invisible. And uh, he had a number of bound spirits and used them to essentially tie people up and risked a Force 10 spirit to, to mess up the high threat response guys and did his best to get away. Another dude just kind of tried to leave as well uh, once the, you know, once the big spirit fight was going on. He didn't get as far away. And same with the other guys. They were kind of screwed. <laughs> they weren't invisible or anything, just trying to get away. Poor mooks. Poor mooks. Well, I have to say that uh, this campaign has been uniquely challenging as a player. I agree. And what are you guys yeah, finding challenging as players? Trying to not think like a Shadowrunner. Yeah, that and the structure. Just, you know, it's... having to... Not being able to just go off and do whatever. I guess I'm used to playing Big Mohawk. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat with you. It's like, I'm used to kicking in the door and blowing things up. I gotta think about, you know, like, oh crap politics and whether I might lose my job or did I use excessive force? Well, even for Lone Star, yeah, did I get right? fired? Exactly. All that stuff. Oh yeah, and civilians, they, they, they're actually a separate entity from all the schmucks in the way. Why well, do you protect those guys? Well, I'm just glad none of you tried to judge composure on Tony, uh, judge oh, no. intentions on Tony when he was doing the restaurant thing. <laughs> what would we have discovered? That he really didn't care about the civilians. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the HCR guy asked, and he went, oh, yeah, they probably care. <laughs> yeah, we should yeah, probably do this their way, maybe, for once. <laughs> so what's cool. what's going on after this, then? I'm not sure. Um, I'm toying with the idea of essentially calling it a campaign at that point. That's fine. Yeah. We've done an arc, so that's cool. And yeah. doing something else, uh, I I'm not opposed to the idea of continuing the campaign, though it wouldn't probably be nice to have some time in between just to do something else for a while and build something else up. Um, I love, and then, or even if you need to just like take some time off and decompress a little bit. Well, what I was kind of hoping, if we do a different campaign, is if I could wrangle someone else into game mastering. Oh, who would you think would game master? I don't know, we've got a lot of GMs, so... Yeah, not me, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd have to be Vox. I don't GM <laughs> Shadowrun. But, you know, I don't have to decide right now. Just, like I said, uh, I've been toying with the idea of sort of calling it the end of the campaign, at least for now, and maybe come back to it later. Or maybe not, you know. I think it's a, overall been a pretty good, successful campaign. A little bit rockier than uh, I was yeah. hoping it would be. Just getting used to stuff and uh, the flow, but... Yeah. uh. When when you actually, as far as the podcast goes, when you actually edit out all the kind of pauses and silences and uncertainties, it actually flows pretty quickly. Sweet. <laughs> you don't you don't cool. really pick up on any of that. It just seems to go like we all already know what we're doing. So we know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be willing to think about running a running a campaign, some sort of arc, but I don't have anything in my pocket to pull out at the moment. So well, it probably wouldn't be. It would probably wouldn't start until after Gen Con anyway. Right. Well, I possibly think about stepping up, but unfortunately, uh, I don't know what my schedule is going to look like after Gen Con, and I might find myself insanely busy with a bunch of projects and everything like that. But depending on what happens, maybe within a few months, if someone if we're still looking for someone to maybe pick up or something like that, even if it's just a you know a temporary thing, like just a couple months or something like that, yeah, I might step in for a quick gate. Uh, I might step up for like a 
break or something like that for somebody? Yeah, my schedule is going to be a bit hectic um, for uh, after uh, like a couple of weeks after Gen Con. So I ramp up for Burning Man. I'll be driving out to Nevada and being out in the desert for a couple of weeks and then uh, then moving out to Nevada. That's going to be uh, a little bit hectic. So. Yeah, my schedule gets gets hectic before and after Gen Con. There's decent so. cell coverage out in the general area, so when I'm not, you know, out in the desert itself, yeah. Um, so yeah, I might have to miss a a week or two uh, towards the end of August, but um, yeah, I will. I'll definitely start uh, start thinking about campaign idea type things to to toss out. You know, we've got. If a- anybody has any ideas of of kinds of stuff they'd like to do well considering that we've got a backlog of episodes and stuff we could probably even get away with taking august off if we wanted to if we wanted to if we wanted to (laughs) (laughs) is that like asking the crack addict hey think you might want to put down the pipe for a couple days Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of the respective owners. Original content of the Arcology podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit.